trying to give cigars to people that don't know fucking anything about cigars yeah. or the guys who like to come and oh yeah I can smoke a cigar and they get it and they fucking just destroy it like I'm not giving you a fucking ten dollar cigar twenty dollar cigar you're not getting any of that shit you're gonna get that's how I feel when y'all give me those expensive cigars man like I'm not capable of handling this but the difference kind of with that is the fact that you're you're up front you're like bro I don't know shit about this right right versus a guy who shows up and be like, oh, yeah, I smoke cigars all the time. And I watch them cut it, and they cut, like, a whole section. <laughs> they just cut it all wrong. Yeah. And then they got to choke through all of that. Yes. Nope. I'd rather, no, no, I want to do it right. got to do it right. Yeah, at oh. At least you're willing to. Are we putting headphones on? Yeah. We probably need we to. We can. Huh? At least one person so we can check. Tell them sure comfortable. Yeah, tell comfortable. Willing to learn how to learn to taste it and shit. So oh yeah. Certain people, you just like, oh, here's shit cigar. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> cigar. <laughs> oh, calm down. Message. Thanks, sir. This shit on the coffee table. Sorry. The soda. No, 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 no. My it's, bad. It's something I tried to wipe off, but I didn't get all of it. No. Oh. And it's still like. Super sweet. Haha. <laughs> Giggity. Oh, shit. Here you go. Mm. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, you're going to have to turn mine up because I don't hear shit. Testing. Yeah, there you go. That's work. Yeah, that works perfect. Sounds so dirty. So I was. Come on. I was, uh, I went to go to, yeah, I had to do the same thing, realign the fucking mic. I went to um, go meet up Savage. Yeah. yeah, you came in really clear that time. Um, I went to go meet up Savage uh, a couple of days ago. I met him at that Market Street over there on, what is that, 1788? Yeah. And I always... They have a really badass humidor in there at that Market Street restaurant. Okay. The cigars are so well kept, and they are, they're not crazy expensive. Hmm. Not too bad, huh? That's where I got that one that you're about to, so I got them with a Java. Java. I think that's a Java latte. Look at the bottom band. Oh, the bottom one says, yeah, Java latte. It's square. I like that. This means it's box pressed. Whatever. I like grabbing square shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I got this. I got this Rocky Patel, Connecticut. Yeah. Oh yeah. Ooh. Move that mic out. I want to see your beautiful face. There we go. Oh, I was gonna stand it Did up. You miss nice. me or what? Now I can see you a little bit. 
Yeah, yeah, you're... Uh-oh. What happened? She asked if I want dinner now. Nope. Damn it. Nope, nope, nope. I'm okay. That's, that's Mimi's time. That cut kind of like shit, but it'll be, be alright. <coughs> Toast in the tip. Toast in the tip. Toast in the tip. You know why I bought this lighter? Why? Because it's got a little mirror on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so random. Does it really have a mirror? Yeah. yeah. It's got a little mirror on the inside. Oh, Lord. <laughs> what, is, what, are you, what is a mirror used for? Cocaine? <laughs> that's a, if that was the case, that's a very small mirror for cocaine. <laughs> Just a bump. Just a little bump. Just a little hitter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it still seems like a lot of work for it. It really does. So you can touch up your makeup. Yeah. Okay. Your eyeliner. Your all, eyeliner. All the eyeliner my, you wear. My, my guy liner. Your guy liner. What? Yeah. Switch. Okay. That is it a that's, what, that's what the emo kids used to call it. Was guy but is liner. it a different type of eyeliner? Negative. No. Oh, then you don't get to call it a guy liner. Well, if you're a guy wearing it, then you get to call it a guy liner. Negative. Nope. Why? I don't, Why are you I don't on the emo kids? Like, I don't, dude wipes are like separate from... Like baby I don't, wipes. I don't make the emo when rules. When I use baby wipes, I use baby wipes. When I use dude wipes, I use dude wipes. I don't make They're the, the same rules. thing, just different packages. That's right. That's all I needed to know. Just put it in a different package. Oh, it makes you feel better that <laughs> yeah, way? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> make me feel manly. As long as it says dude on it, it's yeah. okay. Well, I mean, yeah, it distinguishes. I mean, I don't care using baby wipes, but I feel like some people... Like dudes, yeah, they dude, waited dudes. for the dude wipes to come out to get them. It made it official, it's yeah, okay? it was okay. There you go. Somebody's got to make it official for them to do it. The emo kids made it official. That's oh, right. Yeah, why not makeup? I mean, they use that everywhere. Guy liner. Guy liner. I wore it a few times. <laughs> All the makeup I put I did on, we didn't, we didn't call it that went, stuff. Went to a few concerts, put on some eyeliner. It was the hardest thing for me to do. Did you? like? Because that's a hard pencil, right? Yeah. It oh, was, no. Matte, it was matte pencils so difficult. I would start tearing up. And then I think it was Laura, Laura McCampbell. She'd be like, stop tearing up. And I'm like, I can't. You're putting <laughs> a pencil on my eye. <laughs> like, You're making it muddy. <laughs> I couldn't do it. It's already runny. You didn't put nothing down your throat yet. <laughs> Did we get a punch? Uh, uh, does that on, one have one? It's on the back of that red one. The red one. On the very bottom. Okay, so yeah, the only makeup I put on was in a so it's the paste like a base, but it was like war paint stuff. But you still had to use the same way females apply it, right? Like you're breaking up your your hard lines. Mm-hmm. We just did it in an opposite fashion. Like we weren't trying to highlight our existing lines; we we're trying to hide those and show new ones. Ooh. 
I just did the So note. a little bit of a make make like a makeup class, but just in reverse concept. Yeah, we wanted a different out yep. an outcome versus what they were trying what they try to portray. Yeah, yeah. But we yeah, we didn't have anything like like the pencils, but we just you would put it on your eyes. Yeah, you just underneath yeah. the across in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I just did black nail polish. I did black nail polish yeah. too. Okay, on your nails. Yeah. yeah. We're, oh, we moved from the eyes to yeah. there we go. all the makeup that those guys wear. <laughs> I mean, I see dudes wearing nail polish. If it protects it, right? Maybe. No, it was just because we wanted to look cool at the rock at the rock show. At the rock show. Yeah. Okay. Man. Yeah, I didn't do that. I've only been, I think, one rock show, maybe. There's a there's a guy I work with that still does his nails. Okay. He still paints them black. He's a little bit older. I almost like would think you you move out of that stage for a while because you have to do the adult thing, and then as you yeah. get older, you can move back into you it because can... then you become the old adult guy who is still like that hippie young dude. Oh right, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's how it, I feel like you got to either pick or time that <laughs> transition like very well to pull it off. I'm getting there. I'm about to be yeah. the old guy that can. Still do the young people I think, stuff. I think you're doing a good job at transitioning. Because mm-hmm. at some point, you got to like realize certain things have to change. But you can like work around it. You can work around it. So, Whereas the young kids just fucking go and do it. And right. We're not worried about the, the consequences of this point. Yeah. See. Welcome back to another episode of the Easy Struggle <laughs> Podcast, where... We talk about our daily struggles, and you get your weekly eargasms. From our lips to your ear holes. It's been a long time since I feel like I've done that introduction. Yeah, we kind of skipped through it on the last one and the one before. Yeah. We, yeah. we, we did a rough, we were just, a rough draft last time. We just kind of fucking go with the flow. Yeah. yeah. There's... We don't have no corporate sponsors here to tell us what we have to That's do. That's right. And we I just, just listened what to we it do. said, there's the spot. Yeah, we just do what we do. Yeah, Rooster hasn't hooked us up with that yet. He's working right. on that, I guess. <laughs> Come on, Rooster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, so I, I was definitely a... Uh, I did my nails for a long time. Did the Tried the eyeliner shit for a little bit, but it didn't work out. Okay. Yeah. I did the old... Uh, Camo shorts with the black shirt and the uh, the long johns underneath it, long john top underneath it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I did that in the chucks. Yeah, he did. I, I rocked that shit. I like chucks. I'm big into the chucks for sure. Chuck the Chucky Taylors. Yeah. So I had a. I guess I had. A, I don't know if it was the emo phase, but a hot topic phase, like for my eighth grade I like to freshman the- year. I like the rebranding it, you know, yeah. the hot topic. Well, because I didn't, I still didn't listen to that kind of music, but they had the Eminem shirts there. Yeah. And like the, I mean, that was really the only one I'd get. Um, but yeah, I went through that where I wore the, <coughs> they weren't denim. They were the pants with like the chains and a shit ton of pockets. The Jinkos? No, they, but I bought them at Hot Topic. They weren't Jinkos. They weren't denim. Okay. And they just had a bunch of, and you could zip off halfway if you wanted to and make them short. Make, make them, make, oh, and yeah, they were yeah, all yeah, different yeah, colors. Yeah. And then I would wear like the, the sublimated, like X-Men, Spider-Man yeah. shirts. Right. Yeah. The short sleeve button. I rocked that for like two years. And then I, I think I went to church with Tanner one day and I had to wear jeans. Yeah. 
And one of the girls was like, oh, man, you look good in jeans. That was fucking all I needed to hear. So I started mm-hmm. wearing jeans again. <laughs> that that Punani got you quick, dude. Yeah, dude. I was, yeah, that was a quick transition. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Jeans? Yep. Jeans? Mm-hmm. When it wasn't even my girlfriend, too. That's the shit. What? You want, me in, uh, you want me in Wranglers next? <laughs> Whoa. Come on with the nut huggers. Yeah, yeah. He was like, Rustler, I am. Awesome. My Wrangler phase was recently. You know, I everyone has one. Yeah. yeah. The, the quality's grew, not there, though. I needed something that can last. I I didn't have a choice in the, the Wrangler phase. That's what my parents bought me because that's what we had. From from the Walmart. From Walgreens. From Walgreens. Yeah. Go up the stairs, the escalator. They had them right there. Yep. Where the fuck was Walgreens they at? They rebuilt it. So the Walgreens where it's at on, on Andrews Highway in Garfield? Yeah. It was okay. two-story. Caddy Corner from the hospital. From the hospital. Triple threat. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That used to be a two-story Walgreens. What? Yeah. I we used to shoplift from I used to go. I don't remember that. I used to go to the escalator and be scared to get on it. My shoelace would get caught because I didn't want to tie my you, shoes. Would you keep one? <laughs> have one foot on the escalator and one foot on ground to see how far you could put your leg up? Yeah, but it didn't start too far. It went one step. Yeah, it was like two, baby. <laughs> I always tried to go up the other direction, like run up the ones coming Good. down. <laughs> Just to get to the top. But we used to shoplift from there when I was a vigilant teenager, a hooligan. Because um, my aunt lived on Kentucky Street. Not too far from there. Oh, okay, yeah. And the Dennis the Menace Park, we'd go play there. And we were old enough to do it on our own in our bikes. So we were all over that part all of the ass over there. Oh, yeah, dude. So what, what the was laser your... pins was the big thing we were after. I was about back to then. ask, what, what was your shoplifting product? Uh, mostly the laser pins, because then some of the neighborhood, neighborhood kids would want one too. So we'd go back and get multiple and sell them. I'd make a little bit of money off of this. This fucking guy. <laughs> it's an entrepreneur over there. <laughs> <laughs> Supply and demand. So I had the cops come to my house one time over one of those fucking laser pins. They were a big deal when they first. Why did you have a cop come to your house? So I was living in the government houses. Okay. And I had gotten one of those laser pins from Trades Day. And I was sitting in my room and I was like, I had it. I was just pointing it out my window, and I would see, like, people walking, and I would point it at them. Just <laughs> yep. didn't think nothing of it. Fucking cop showed up because one of those people called the police saying that uh, someone was walking around with a gun that had a laser pointer on it. Okay, like a red dot. Yeah. Damn. So he showed up, and he was like, you can't be doing that. And I was like, it's just a laser pin. And he was like, it doesn't matter. If I see that and you did that to me, I would shoot you. Like, I was like, God. Not, not if you didn't know where it was coming from. <laughs> But that's that's not correct though. Like per like his standard operating procedure, he needs to have positive identification. This was a Stanton cop in the nineties. You think he cared about positive identification? No. But look, yeah, but, <laughs> good point. but see, that's a good. That is a good point. And that's the beginning to where we're at now. On which part? Like everybody freaking out over laser pins and like light has got cheap. Like, lighting's cheap, so now it's fucked with all the time. You can do red and blue. Like, you pretend to be the cops with your flashes and all mm-hmm. this and that, and it's freaking everybody out now. And you get places like Chaz. Yep. You know where Chaz is at? Mm-hmm. It's in Seattle. It was like a district inside of Seattle that they took over in 2020. Oh, yeah. Yep. And they named it Chaz. They kicked out the police and everything. It was like a group of, like, vigilante okay. civilians that just went and wild. And they pulled it off. They did. Yeah. I, they did for a while. I don't know if it's still actually operating or not. And you know, what's funny is that they were talking about it in the news at that time that 
one of the first things they did was establish a structure of government yep. and then a police force to monitor the people, which is why they started in the first place, because they were anti-government and anti-the police. Well, yeah, and the, it's the ignorant ones that are like trying to mutiny that realize that you have to have something in place. Right. Like you can't never say I'm anti-government in the in the essence of the structure. Like the anti-government and how they're treating people for sure, but not the structure required. Like somebody has to make these decisions. Right. You not everybody a, can make that decision. You still have the tears. You still got yep. a top guy. Yeah. Yep. Like it'd be ignorant to try to mutiny and then ignore that after the fact because then you have chaos the whole time. Well, I think it started out as chaos. And they were like, okay, hold on. We had to, re- <laughs> we had to, re- we had to do this right. They wanted to organize chaos that's, without yeah. the organization. That's like that lost thing. Like, that's a good example. Like, they're all on this fucking island. And some guys can fish. Well, I mean, are they going to not share with anybody? Well, you got dudes that can do shit on the land. Right? So they had to learn how to re-government themselves. It was a small government, but it was still a government, well, right? Yeah, like it, it starts however, small. Yeah. When they start getting too big, that's... Too big and too many emotions is when they go haywire. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the, I agree. Yeah, and and women are the the big vessels for emotions. I think. <laughs> I've, <laughs> I've, I've, I've just thrown that out there. So you know what I always think about sometimes is how how emotional are are men versus women, right? So. You ever hear the joke about the the husband and wife who try to become FBI agents? Uh uh-uh. uh So it was a husband and a wife who <laughs> I think I've I think I've heard it. <laughs> who were both trying to become FBI agents, right? <clears throat> and they're going through this training and they make they're making it all the way, all the way. So then they put them both in separate rooms and they go into the husband's room and they tell him, Look, you're gonna graduate, you're making it, you're gonna become an agent. Your last test is your wife's in the other room. Here's a pistol. You need to go in there and kill her. And he goes in there and he's looking at her and looking at her and he walks out and he's like, I, I can't. Like, that's my wife. I love her. Like, I couldn't do that to her. Right? He's too emotionally invested. Yeah. And okay, we'll just sit down. And then walk into her room and they're like, look, you're going to become an FBI agent. The last thing you need to do is you got to kill your husband. She was like, okay. So he get, they give her the gun and she walks in there and they wait. And then a few seconds later, they hear, what, what, what? And she walks out. She's like, guys, why didn't you tell me the gun was empty? (laughs) (laughs) She killed him anyways. That's fucking awesome. (laughs) It's still still funny. I knew what was coming. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe they're not as emotionally invested as we think they are. No, but that's one. That's one. So a a man, it's one woman, right? Right. Like women, it's it's. It's all kids. It's all other women. It's all other the weak, right? It's all the helpless. Um, like that's where their emotional ties tend to come from, right? And I mean, I may be wrong, and I'm sure there's exceptions. Like I'm not definitely not talking to the exceptions because I've met some of them. I've served with some of them, but oh yeah, definitely. Um, I'm just going off rule of thumb. I think. You know what the rule of thumb is? <laughs> <laughs> rule of thumb? Really? You should have called it the rule of wrist. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do with that little thing? Huh? <laughs> uh, it was a fucking great movie. 
Oh shit, man! Nice. Zach, so how was, yeah. your, how was your fucking week, man? Let's let's get this shit started. Shoot, how was your fucking week? It was cold. It was cold. We had fucking and you work outside. That sucks too. Ooh, it was cold. It was cold. <laughs> we had, we had shit froze up, freeze up on us and shit, and you know, it was y'all didn't line it up with like heat wrap or anything. Put some heaters on the pipes. So, yes, yes and no. So we had people come in and heat wrap, heat trace everything, and uh, they missed a few, like, important, like, there are certain T's where things would tee in, and they didn't heat wrap or insulate the T's. Oh, oh so, yeah. So those quarters yeah, were getting so froze. That was all froze up. And then, like, those are crucial. crucial. That's a crucial spot. Yeah. And, like, our our compressor, we have an air dryer for our compressor. Clean out, dry out all the water and moisture and shit. Mm -hmm. It hadn't worked since they put it in. So, all of our fucking airlines were freezing up. Yeah. Because they're all full of fucking condensation. Yep. Fucking release. Improper preparation and the freeze already hits like it's tough. Yeah, and God damn. So, so yeah, you're had, already too late. Yep. So we had we went and got fucking heat lamps and some more heat trays and wrapped some shit and okay. Hope, hope that it wouldn't fucking bust on us. We didn't have any water line, lines or anything bust. So not yet. Yeah. We'll go. Yeah. Good thing you knocked on. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that dude is. It, it wasn't a bad weekend. Week I had my kids this weekend. Y'all do, any, y'all do anything fun? Went to Zaley went went to Zaley's basketball game yesterday, and they lost. They lost bad. Ooh, that's always a bummer. They had they haven't won any game. I mean, they they play four weeks, just month of January, and they play two games a week. So eight games. Eight games. Uh, they're they're around game six already. Yeah, they they haven't won a single game yet. Mm. Their their team's not. They got a couple, a, a couple players that are decent, almost okay. I mean, they're sixth graders, so. Oh well, you know, sixth grade basketball is like all luck. I mean, you got dep- that one kid it, that might be able to shoot. It, mm-hmm. it depends on where you're at, though, because I mean, I knew some kids back in sixth grade that could fucking ball at sixth sixth grade, but we thought okay, they, yeah. we thought they could ball, but that's. That's one-offs. And those guys didn't make it to the NBA, did they? <laughs> See? They made it. At least made the ball in the basket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the first That's the first objective. That's the first step. But you also got to remember back then, I mean, we had all the, like, little basketball camps growing up and shit. So it pips. Yeah, we had pips. I didn't do any of them, but I remember. We them. did all that shit back in half-ass Graves. I've never even heard of this pip. Players in Dozier, progress. Dozier did pips. Yeah, yeah. Did he really? Yep, he sure did. I taught you how to dribble and all fucking sorts of stuff. shoot. And, and then the, little dribblers and, was. Is the it thing that too. little dribblers? No, this no, was this after. Is, this was different. Little little dribblers was the younger pips. Was like middle school, right? Uh, going into no, it'd be like it'd fourth, be like fourth, fifth grade. Yeah, maybe? yeah, yeah. There you go. Right before you got to the, they taught us how to do the spider. Was this like Scotty Pippen's like what is this organization? This where you hit the ball in between your legs. In between your legs. Oh, you remember the spider? I wasn't that good. I, I it, never it was, played basketball. It was like hands in the front, and you go like bam, right bam, hand down, bam, 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 and left bam. hand back, 
And then... Then you swap them. It was... Doosh, 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 doosh. You're doing this. Oh, and you're dribbling it like that? Dribbling yeah. And, and you're keeping legs. the ball in the center? Yeah. You know? I yeah. never... I wasn't I wasn't that good. Maybe that's why I'm not any good at basketball. I didn't uh, do those courses. I mean, I, I, I can... Was, you can just take that off. Occasionally, bro. I can make it. Unless you're <laughs> slobbering all over the microphone. Slop on my Well, mouth. it's not that. It's just... I don't know who if my mic is turned I like backwards. It better without that. You got to have the pop filter though. You see how that happened when I said that? When I said pop, how it popped. Oh, so saying I that's to keep what, it on there? That's what it's for. Fine. Fine. I'll talk into the poppy filter. The pops. Just trying to make sure I'm lined up. I feel like I'm not. Anyways. Uh, so, you were, yeah. Then got home with the kids, hung out, watched some TV. You watch anything fucking worth talking about? Uh, actually, I did today. I watched the uh, uh, greatest guitar player story about the greatest guitar player ever to me. It's on. Uh, it's on Prime. Who was the greatest? Who's uh, your greatest guitar player? Mr. Stevie Ray. Oh yeah. It's, oh what? It's called uh, nineteen eighty four to eighty nine. Uh. Lone Star, and it's it talks about his fucking recording career, um, all the way up to the helicopter crash and shit like that. Talks about his uh, drug and alcohol addiction, and yeah, that dude liked to do some and, shit. Uh, going to rehab, how he how he finally checked himself in a rehab that he was they were where were they? they were, I think Germany or somewhere. They're out fucking drinking and partying all night after after the show. They're walking to another bar and uh, started throwing up blood. Finally said, you know what? This is enough. I need to fix shit yeah, before fix- I die. Yeah. And talks about how he went to rehab and um, got clean, sober, and made the best music he's ever made at, you know. And then, and then it talks about his... Uh, about the helicopter crash and him dying. His untimely death. Yeah, like, like, I didn't know it was, like, 14 miles away from wherever they took off. Like, it wasn't very far. They weren't. They didn't really? get very far, yeah. They're going Did to, they say what they what they thought is the cause of the plane? Uh, they hit a man-made ski slope. It was... So they weren't was, even it, that high. No, it was foggy. They couldn't... They had low visibility. And... Hit a man-made ski ski slope. Wow, that's fucking terrible. Yeah. What? Hmm. It's really good. It's it it's emotional at the end. You know, all of his friends right. talking about him and shit. It's like, ah, oh, double troubles there, huh? They're all there. Yeah. His brother, his brother was in it. How long ago did they do this documentary? Uh, I don't know. I just, I just randomly ran across it. Uh. I'm looking it up. He's, you know who Steve Ray Vaughan is? He's the, the son of Texas. One of the best guitar players out there. Of all time. Of all time. Only of all time. Only of all yeah. time. That's it. That's it. <laughs> and what he did for music was fucking so short-lived by the time he made it famous and did all his shit. Kind of like um, Hendrix. Yeah. Hendrix impacted uh, music fucking hard as shit, but it was like a small yeah. ass window. It came out in seventeen. Oh, so it's it's fairly new. Fairly new. new. <clears throat> it's the best two hours of my life that I spent lately. 
Hey, it's better than some of the <laughs> That's fucking, a good statement uh, right there. Some of the shit that I watch sometimes, I'm like, oh, God, what was I doing? Yeah, I get mad at myself for some of that sometimes. Like, what the fuck? I just wasted two hours that I'm never getting back. For this shitty ass <laughs> ending. So, yeah, that's a good statement. It's a good two hours spent. So, what else did you do? Anything else? Kids are doing good? Kids are doing all right. Um, yeah, they're doing good. Uh Ran into some problems with the warden and Haven and the warden, the warden, and that shit. But um, she Haven decided to go. I guess she saw some my text messages to Haley about all that bullshit I showed y'all last weekend. So after after Haley said, you know, don't be telling the girls about our conversations. She turned around and went and told the girl about y'all's conversation. Well. I don't know 100% of what all happened. I mean, Haven's told me one thing, so I just kind of take it for what she tells me. And she said she went Be through Be careful her, with that. She went through her phone looking for something and ran across the text messages, but then, you know, I see the other side of what I think probably happened. But it's kind of put... And she's old enough... To know that that's what she's supposed to say. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, kind of playing, uh, trying to fix that shit, talk my side out on that. So, right. so you, all you tough, have is the, you know? tr- you have the right. truth. Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's it. I mean, and then, you know, and she's, her, if she's old enough to like withhold and do that. Like she's old enough to understand. Right. And, you know, and her. If if she did go through her messages or whatever, like she said she did, not smart on her, not knowing the context of what was sent, and just reading it and taking it how she took it. And reacting. Right. Like, she didn't even talk to me or look at me yesterday at the game, which hurt, sucks, you know, just to be totally fucking ignored. But, you know, I, I finally, I, I tried to talk to her, gave her a hug, told her I loved her whenever before I left. And I texted her, I was like, what's going on? And then she told me that she what that she saw the messages or whatever. And I was like, okay, well me and you need to have a sit down and have a face to face conversation so I can explain in detail why I sent what I sent and how you misunderstood what was being said. Right. So She's getting to the age now though that yeah. she's gonna as as much as it sucks, like she she has that choice to say, yeah, we can have that conversation or no, right. fuck you. you yeah, know? I mean, but she sucks. needs to fully understand what you've done and where you're at. Right, but when you have the devil in your ear, and that's no, the I only thing it. that you get. Yeah, you know, and it's constant. It's yeah, constant. more often. Yeah. Right. I mean, you say that's that's why your short bursts with her have to be right divine yeah. almost. Yeah, they have to be extremely impactful. That's it. Oh, and it, corrective. Like if, right. if you need to revert something that has been said or about you, like correct it. I mean, the truth, bro. You have it. Yeah, she it, can never take that away. Yeah, and then you know that's why I was like, you know what, I mean, you just need to sit down and have a talk. Which, yep. And if she doesn't understand it now, she will at some yeah, point. I mean, it, it'll come out. I mean, yes. No, it it'll it'll work its way at itself out one way or another. Just and don't shut your doors. No, I mean, you know, even the night she. Was stand, real standoffish when they can pick the girls up, and so that's all right. I, I love you anyway. 
Yeah. And you'll figure it out. Uh, humans, we do. Eventually, we do. We figure it out. And even if it's one day it's too late, right, and she can't have that opportunity to have that conversation with you, she'll live with that fucking shitty guilt. But she's still going to have that realization like, mm, maybe I should have had she the She can still different, make corrective action. Yeah, yeah. I, I should have had the a more of an open heart. I should have had more of an open mind. I should have, shouldn't have listened to the devil that was on my shoulder as much as I did because that devil bites in all directions. And, and once... It feels betrayed. It's gonna bite and it's gonna say shit and it's gonna make it's gonna put oh, up yeah. a wall there. Yep. And that's when you're gonna get a big opportunity. Yeah. For sure. That was, that was my, well said. What? I'll listen back. I went blank. <laughs> that was good. I like it. I like it. I blacked out what happened. <laughs> so now he's a philosophizer. <laughs> that's that rhythm's grace coming in, yeah. taking over. Within good words. Uh, how was your week, Zeke? My week was good. Good. I mean, yeah, they're always good and bad, but a lot more good this this week. I uh, I got hit with more attorney fees for the mediation coming up. But that's Fucking also, attorneys, but that's also like a sign of like the finish line. Like, yeah, it's an expensive finish line I had to pay for, but they're still like taped across through, like. I'm done. You're at the, you're you're at the end of yeah. this going to have his hands up in the air. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, despite the cost, whatever, um, I was blessed. With, like, the timing was good with some of the VA stuff finally coming through. So, I can, like, I can cover everything that I need to cover. It just some other things that were on the priority list got bumped down. Is that all, happens. Is all that is. Um, so, I'm dealing with that. But I got to phase up. Um, so, I read my letter um, to the judge. That was, was cool. Good yeah, she liked that letter. The, oh, yeah. the first line, they everybody really liked that first line because, I mean, it, yeah. it was embracing the suck embracing. that I got myself into. Yeah. So, yeah, she it got was... a chuckle out of that one. It was good. Uh, me and Gunny went up there, did our piece, um, went to Beats, the thing afterwards. Um, talked to my boy there, Jason. Uh, he's another Marine that's in it, too. He's got a little bit longer than I do, um, but he phased up also. Uh, we'll get him out here at some point. I've talked to him about it. Uh and, and badass. yeah, and Janie, she's the coordinator for the whole <laughs> the whole thing, and all the other vets in the in the group. When they show up, you know they they're supposed to show up. Some do, some don't, kind of deal. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to get some influence on them, and maybe we can get them out here because I mean they cycle through a lot of vets. They got some shit to say, some stories. So just to be the the other guy, right? How hard do you think it would be to get the judge to come out here? And have a conversation to see what it's like on her side trying to deal with all of you. Ooh. And her opinion on these things, you know? That would take... That'd be doable. I don't think out here would be ideal. Well, that's fine. But, you know, if we moved it in town or something. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe we could do it in the courtroom. I don't know how possible that would be. (laughs) I'm just saying. (laughs) We can find a mutual ground. Yeah, yeah. I can can bring that up. You know, just to talk to her about her side. Because I plan on still, like, after... After I graduate, I still want to, especially at least until Jason's out, because I've kind of got a pretty good relationship with him, and like I don't leave no Marines behind. So I'm going to battle buddy. Yeah, so I'm going to continue going through, going to the court sessions, like for his deal, just to watch him get through, make sure he gets through, um, and talk to some of the others, um, kind of to help network too, 
and maybe help me verbalize some things a little bit better because yeah. I can bounce it off of, off of them guys. Um, so we'll see. And then I'll be a little bit more comfortable to have those kind of casual conversations when I'm not worried about piss tests and all sorts <laughs> of things coming up when, right. you, when you're free. <laughs> yeah, when I'm a free man. Yeah. Dobby's a free elf. Yeah, he is. He's <laughs> getting there. He's, got, he's got a handful of like three weeks left. Uh, yeah. And I got it on my phone. It's like 24 days. Something like that. Uh, oh, hell. What is that number? 24 days. Wow. The 15th, February 15th, I graduate. Nice. Day after Valentine's. Yep. And then, so I was served on Valentine's Day with divorce papers and restraining order at work. And then I started vet court on val- like a, the Valentine's time frame last year. So, yeah, this is my new Valentine's Day celebration. So you think, would you have been done before? sooner if you wouldn't have pushed the limits at the first yeah they say you can you can do the program with my what i was punished with i could have done it in like five or six months like you can get through all four <laughs> phases <laughs> but they a lot of people don't do that yeah um a couple I, I think a couple guys have done it in like six seven months okay yeah i remember but you saying that at the beginning. most and I, that was my plan, right? Like, yes. I got this shit. Yeah, this yeah. fucking cake. Nope. Got it. I'm going to... Just kept on... <laughs> yeah. Just kept on adding time. I almost went beyond a year, but they fast-tracked me. So, yeah, I remember when you when we first started... Well, I say we, but when you first started this... We're, I feel like we, no. all, we all started. <laughs> we all started. When, when you first started this, it was, man, I can be done in about seven, eight months. Uh, there's been a few people who finished it that quick. Yeah. And then you were like, but at the same time... There's been some guys that were on it for like two and a half years. And yeah. And I was like, fuck, dude, like, don't be that. <laughs> yeah, don't yeah, be yeah. the other side of that. The wrong <laughs> side of the spectrum. Yeah. yeah. It, I mean, 12 months, it's not bad. No. And that's what I was scheduled for. A lot of for, growth. So I'm glad it didn't. Yeah. And that was the biggest thing. Once you realize, like, quit fighting it, just go with it and see what, ha- like, hey, you may learn something. You may, like, I got healthier. I got some brain function back. Like, I'm excited about some of that shit. Right. Like, my memory is the most exciting thing. Like it's it's not fully back, but I can I'm getting glimpses and stuff. It's kind of cool. Not so foggy. Yeah. No. When I used to, I used to have kind of like an eidetic memory where I could I could remember images and things from my past. Like not just memories. Like I could see it still. Like almost like scroll through it and like zoom in. Um. So I'm getting some of that back too, which is something I relied on for a long time. So I have a question. It's kind of a shit question, but <coughs> so do you think that, um, like with all the drinking and all the fogginess that you had going on prior, that you maybe some of your wartime memories were also foggy and like just out of, I say vi- like vision, right? And now being sober and getting clarity with your memory and stuff like that, is any of those things coming back with clarity? Yeah. Things that you probably don't want to remember. Well, yeah. And I think that's why the drinking maybe got so heavy was to suppress them because I knew it would work. Uh, so there's still some sleepless nights. Um, I'm still not remembering dreams quite as much. I, I'm kind of waking up with a sense of something that of what happened in the dream, but I still don't, I'm not getting details of that. Um, but there's still something bothering me. Like I don't, there's certain nights I don't sleep well and it, it affects my day, but it's getting better. Right. There's fewer and fewer of those. I'm just trying to figure trying to figure things out and what to change to, you know, maybe get some of those memories at least back so I can 
address them and fit, you know, like, okay, I can't change anything for now. Like I can't actually change anything, but what could have happened? What could I have done different? Okay. Get the corrective action out of it. And then I can dismiss it. That's what I'm hoping will happen with some of these like really bad ones. That makes sense. Yeah. It's a plan at least. That's it's better than what some people have. Yeah, I don't want to run from them forever. Like, I'm tired of hiding and trying to dodge it. It's just, yeah, I'm tired of that. That's advice you keep on giving me, right? Just yeah. face the demons. Just do it. And Yeah. <laughs> I need to just finally practice what I preach. Yeah. Which you have been, so it's it's going good. Well, Yeah, but it's, I feel like it's Mortal Kombat, right? They get, as you level up, they get stronger and stronger. Like, I'm not Tagoro yet. Not that motherfucker. Yeah. Four arms and shit. Mm-hmm. Remember when he grabs you with the bottom two and just fucking pounds you with Beats the top two? Like I'm, you with the top two, yeah. That's the motherfucker I'm worried about. It's a great visual. It's a great visual. Oh, bro. That's how, I, that's how you got to fight them demons. You got to keep it in video games. Can I keep my guitar hero? Yep. Expert level. Yeah, there you go. <clears throat> so, I mean, that's the, that's the plan, at least moving forward. And I still got to do the substance abuse um, for a t- you know a set time. We haven't really set any parameters on that yet, but we're getting there. Nice. I'm not mad at it. No, no, definitely not. What else did we do? Cold motorcyclism. God, it was dude. That was so cold. I I regretted my decision. My gloves. Uh huh. Um, I was like, man, I got these heated grips. I'll be I'll, I'll be all right. I don't have I had to improvise on the jackets. Um, no, that was a bad idea. On the way home, mm-hmm. it fucking hurt. Like I was damn near crying. I come in here. I didn't want to go inside because I couldn't take my helmet off because I couldn't use my hands. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck!" I'm running here like yelling, like trying to get something going so I could finally take my helmet off. And then I went inside so Kayla could help me take my gloves off. I was like, "Fuck Holy this!" Shit. That was miserable. Going there was fine. So, and I I had sent that text in the group, like, it's warmed up. It's really nice. Like, it's going to be a badass ride. Like, here we go. And it and was. Then, and then it got cold. Yep. Instant regret. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because uh, I didn't, I did, I, I compromised on the fucking jacket. I didn't take my big jacket. I just took a long sleeve and a hoodie. I was like, oh, it should be, it's going to be fine. Yeah. It wasn't. I couldn't, I couldn't layer up anymore. I didn't have anything else. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah, yeah, it does. It really does. I was on the highway. I had moved my hands. I was my. I have fucking apes, right? So I had, yeah. I've got fourteens and they're above. And I had got. I got on the highway. I turned my cruise on, and I put my fucking hands on the bottom of the apes, ah, and I was holding it like this, nice. like just fucking like, come yep. on, let's just get home. Like, <laughs> yeah. Hide it behind the fairing. That's where those heated. I mean, I was squeezing the shit out of those heated grips. Like, come on. <laughs> Come on, like, get all the way through. Yeah, get to the bone. No, it was, not that time. It was horrible. I almost pulled over, like, to try to warm up. I said, like, "That's going to be worse." Yeah, like, I'm just going to get everywhere else colder. Did you Did you try to grab the motor? I did with. I didn't allow with my right hand because I don't have cruise control yet. I think that's the next oh, upgrade yeah. I'm going to get. Yeah, yeah. I'm so jealous of that. But I, my left hand for sure. Like I, yeah. I was riding like that. Yeah, and tucked in. Yeah, try to squeeze it tight. Like, oh. Yeah, because I, I took that pack off the front. I just got that little toolkit. So I get a lot more blast now. The, the windbreak's gone. Put that windbreak back on while I need it's still a wind, fucking Yeah, I'm going to get a windshield like ASAP. 
That reminded yeah. me real quick. Get a fucking windshield, dumbass. Yeah, you get a windshield. I, I was. I gotta get a bike first. Yeah. He, he has the windshield. He needs the bike. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Uh, I was actually thinking today, um, tomorrow at work, if I have some time, I'm gonna get on Revzilla and see how much a set of uh, to put some hand grips on mine. Some the warmers, some warmers, yep. yeah. See how much those run. I'll keep your hands warm. I mean, we'll, mm-hmm. Then we'll wire yeah. them in. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Go ahead and order those. I got good credit with Revzilla. Nice. So. I like Revzilla. Mm-hmm. Keep my hands warm on your hairy chest. Uh, mm. mm. See. <laughs> yeah. So anything else happened out throughout the week? Uh, did you see the boys this week? On the weekend, I did. But it was freaking cold, so we just bundled up in here. Okay. Yep. Hung out yep. in the shop. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Not this past weekend, but the weekend before. Right, right, right. Yeah, so I'll get him. I'll see him tomorrow. I get him Mondays. The yeah, the off Mondays from the weekends. Okay. Nice. Spend some time with them. It's always yeah. good. But once mediation's done, it'll be. I'll get overnights. Like I'll get. We're like we're trying to like since this is the finish line, we'll have the standard, you know, weekends, two weeks in the summer. Like the holidays will be sorted out. Like I don't have to do any of this jumping through hoops type of shit. Man, I bet she's hating it, huh? She see, she seems to be have gotten more tolerable with it, like more accepting of it. She still she tries to fight it. She's still wardenish on some things, but she's not straight up fighting it. Like I don't. So I don't know if she's waiting till we get to the courtroom again. Like maybe she's Try, doing trying some, to pull some, some real warden minute. shit. Yeah, but I've been shit. I've been minding my p's and q's. Um, so I I think I get everything okay, and just talking to her, I feel like everything's gonna work out a little bit in my favor. I mean, she's still getting a shit ton of child support. Like, I'm not fighting that. Like, I just want to see my right. boys. Yeah, so I feel like she's kind of realizing that that will help her too, and maybe that's why she's she'll being get less some time off. Yeah, she'll she'll have to quit fucking with <clears> me, <throat> you know, on the whole the weekend, like Saturday and Sunday, when I should just have them. Mm-hmm. I got to go pick them up. She's got to come pick them up from here. Like, we got to do the whole exchange extra. So this, I feel like this will help her. She'd be able to get some girl weekends in there. She'd yep. be able to get. With the with the boyfriend, they the can husband, get away. Oh, they got married. Yeah, they they married before me and Kayla were. Oh yeah, well, with the husband. Yep. When he yeah. just took her for her birthday, the warden just had a birthday. Uh, so and now we, they were gonna do something the weekend. We were supposed to go to the lease, and we were gonna switch. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was even willing to switch with me, which was kind of cool. Uh, but we didn't need to, so like it worked. Like it worked yeah, out. It all worked out. Yeah. So I'm hoping it'll be less. Right. Maybe the husband. Like just take. He's, he's helping out. Maybe. Yeah, in that I think corner. so. Because we, I mean, we have that. I still, I still can't exchange words with him just out of principle. Like until the warden lightens up and will like talk to my wife. Like she still despises my wife, mm-hmm. which is unacceptable, right? So, th- right. and I've told him that. It's like, bro, me and you can't. Like, I'm not gonna shake your hand. We're not gonna be homies until you get your your warden under control. Yeah. So he knows that, and like we make eye contact, we know things are working themselves out. So I'm just, I'm hoping he's still an ally in that deal, because he isn't. He is in most regards. 
It would be awesome if he's like, just be nice to him. I want to be his friend. Right. Yeah, <laughs> we we want to hang out. We want to hang out with him. <laughs> you see the freaking barbecues they have over there? It looks like so much fun. Yeah. Like, I, and I would be okay with that. <laughs> well, I remember growing up out at the farmhouse, like, Carol and Benny mm-hmm. would come out with my older siblings. Like, and we would just have big family things. And Carol and my mom and all the, the old ladies would be inside. Like, they... I'm sure there was the typical henpecking behind the back shit because I was a kid and I was oblivious to it. Kind of like your, uh, but, but they were still they adults still, and they still they still did it. They could sit in the same room and have a conversation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's like your Facebook post the other day. Which uh, which one? The one in the the group message about the oh <laughs> the, <laughs> the yeah, yeah the women yeah. training or was it the workout one? Yeah, it was the workout. The one. workout one. Did you read through the comments of that shit? No. Oh, you should have went back and read through the comments. Oh, shit. They're funny. There were some good ones. (laughs) Damn it. That's fucking awesome. What about you, Duty? Oh, man. It was... was Duty. So, first of all, I had uh, MLK Day off. What? Who gets that day off? Apparently, we do. Duty. You know... The, the I, shit part about it was that you sent me a text message. We were talking about it. I think we were talking about it. You're the one that sent it to me, Zach. Probably. And you said the same thing in the text message. Like, what? Who gets that day off? That was in the group of Celso. Was it in the group of yeah, Celso? Yeah, the group of Celso. And I was like, well, we do. <laughs> and you were like, well, what Mexican holidays do you get off? And I went back and thought about oh, it. Oh, yeah. We don't. Yeah. We get no. There is no right. Mexican, Hispanic. Spanish, whatever heritage of that descent, we get Martin Luther King Day, which would be considered like I guess a Black Holiday, right? We get because uh, they helped build the country, right? They, we get <laughs> <laughs> we get Juneteenth off. What? What is right. what exactly is Juneteenth? It was when I believe Texas signed the the I don't know what is it called the the slavery the anti slavery. Is it? I think so. Come on, Elon. Holiday that commemorates the end of slavery in the United States. Yep. Right? So Dang we get you, we get Juneteenth buff. we get Juneteenth off, and then we get normal holidays off, and then we get normal. Um, I don't know. We get other days off. And Memorial bet, Day. Like, if you had to guess. What percentage of your coworkers are of Hispanic or Mexican descent? Would it be a higher number than, like, say, like the like white people or black people? Um, it's a higher percentage than probably black people that work there, but the the Mexican culture is pretty minimal because we don't have any kind of oil shops there. It's more like Argentine. Argentinians, oh, okay. Colombians, oh, gotcha. and stuff like that. What kind of Mexican holidays? So, I don't know. Like Cinco Mex- de Mayo, Mexican Independence Day wouldn't make sense. It wouldn't, unless they celebrate our independence. But you know what you could do? It, it's similar to like MLK. Why don't we have like a Cesar Chavez Day? Because he was a big, he was a big person in California to establish rights for Mexican farm workers. In Califas? Yeah. He was a huge advocate for something like that. 
Okay, and for, we're talking for, on the national level, right? Right. So, right. Yeah, that would make sense. It was for it was for migrant workers. That would make sense. You there you have, go. You could have the is it Julio Cesar Chavez? Cesar Chavez? Maybe Cesar Chavez. Maybe they need to think. Yeah, that's a good one to try to put. Like that makes sense. I'll pick at the White House for that one. There you go. And I'm sure there's a lot of like Mexican descent people that we could go through. He's just the first one that comes to my head. So those are the ones I want. Those are the ones I want. Those are the ones I want right yeah. there. If I got to research it too much, eh. But he was a big one back in the 60s, 70s, yeah. something like that. That's a cool one. Yeah. Cesar Chavez. Yeah, so I, I, just, <laughs> I just, I was all fucking Zach. What dick made me think of this stuff? <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so we just, it was, um, I don't know, man. It was a pretty chill week. Um, normal work shit, pretty much. Most of my week, other than motorcycle shit on Wednesday, and we fro- froze our ass. Fucking cold, dude. Man, Prez hurt, hurt y'all, man. Yeah, I know, dude. Damn, Prez. <laughs> fucking out there. Here's my thing. No, if that I have was to on go, me. If I have to go fucking 30 minutes, everyone can go fucking 10. When he, when he goes, uh, like yeah. I, I'm the only, uh, yeah, that's the only reason, the only time I don't bitch. Cause I, yeah, cause he'll shut me up real quick. Yeah. Do road to the run. Yeah, the turkey run thing is still the greatest story. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it was snowing. I didn't know it was snowing. My bad. I was just riding hard as fuck. And and actually beat me to the event because we went to the hotel room first. Yeah, and I went straight to the event. Yep. Um, my most of my week was real calm until till Saturday. We got up. We went. To, I was supposed to go to bed early on on friday that was the idea i propped up on the couch was hanging out and started put a movie on i just watched one movie and i was like i'm not tired i watch another movie watch another movie i was like i'm not tired started another movie and i was like man what time is it look at my phone it's about to be three o'clock in the morning Whoa. i was like <laughs> fuck yeah fuck so <laughs> talk about your all-time backfires yeah so then i go lay down and i was i drank like seven bottles of water so then i was like fuck i gotta go pee so i got up went to go pee came back laid down and then i was tossing and turning tossing and turning it's like i'm not I'm never gonna sleep and jerry's alarm went off and i was like fuck that means it's five o'clock in the morning wow and i was like here here we go i'm just trying to sleep as long as i can because she got up at she had to get up at like 5 30 or so they had to be there at six yeah she had to get up. she had to get carly to the school by like six and then Christian had to be at school like at seven. They took off. She got back home. She's like, "Hey, what time are we gonna leave?" And I was like, "I don't know what time's Carly's event." So Carly had her first powerlifting meet this weekend. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Her and Kinsey did that. Yep. Yep. I never been to. I didn't do powerlifting. We didn't have powerlifting. Don't know anything about the sport. Yeah, I don't know shit about it. Yeah, we we had powerlifting in Seagrace. Yeah? yeah. What? Okay. I have a cousin who's like a fucking. Three-time state champion powerlifting. No shit. Yeah, he's a fucking big ass dude. My yeah. cousin Angel is a fucking oh, yeah. big ass dude. So we fucking. She was like, "When are we gonna go? When are we gonna go?" And I was like, "I don't know when. What time does she lift?" I didn't realize that. It don't work in, that in way. my head. In my head, Check they, me. yeah, yeah. Carly, you know, it's your turn. You get up there, you do your lifts, and then you on to the next event. Right. No, there's seventy girls. And each one goes one at a fucking time, right? Like, and then, then they start over and fuck, dude. So we got there. We missed her first lift, caught her second and third lift. Well, at the same time, Christian's in fucking Medessa 
and he's about to do his regional concert. So luckily Kayla was there and I was like, Jerry, you want to stay with Kayla and stay here with Carly? And I was like, I'll fucking haul ass to Modessa and go catch Christian at the goddamn uh, Wagner. Wagner. Four counties. Yeah. 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 So I haul ass and the night before he's like, hey, dad, like, I really would like a black tie um, to go to this concert. You know, I think it would make me look better. I would look more presentable, shit like that. And I was like, fuck, bro. Like, you came last minute. And I tell you this all the time. Don't come to me with shit last minute. Especially the concerts tomorrow. It was like 9 o'clock at night on Friday. He's telling me this. I was like, but you know what? Because the way you presented it, I'm going to fucking make sure you get a fucking tie tomorrow. So I left there. Hard ass to Midland. Stopped. I walked in. I was like, bro, I need an XL tie. And he was like, okay. Brings me a skinny tie. I was like, definitely not a fucking skinny tie, bro. I said, look at me. You think a skinny tie is going to look good on me? Yeah. Oh, my bad. No shit. <laughs> just because that's, like, yeah. that's what they wear. Yeah. It, it was but, funny. He was tall and skinny as fuck, too. I have ties. But he needs his own collection. Oh, you're going to let him start his own? Well, this is going to be his... This is his second, third tie. Okay. So, he just didn't have a black one. How many ties do you have? Four. Nice. Yeah, I got I got, him, I've got the green one. I don't have any anymore. Uh, I used oh. to have, like, four or five. Oh, in the, yeah, yeah. How, how many ties do you have? Like, 20 plus. Yeah, but you, you have that kind of profession. I did, yeah. I phased, I finally <laughs> phased us out of that. I phased us out of that. Yeah. My, my first manager was a Kuwaiti. Um, yeah, we had to wear ties four days a week. Friday, you could go casual, which I wore a golf shirt, but I it was still slacks all week. When he left, um, we had a different manager, and she kind of, she still dressed up, but she didn't really... Like, too fancy, so I still had to maintain that because Langreff did. And he wore bow ties and ties. And then a few months later, we got another manager, and he didn't really know. And I'd kind of already stepped up a little bit. So he was asking me a bunch of questions. So I just started dictating shit. So I quit wearing ties. And then slowly got to – I wear jeans now. Especially when I'm going to the field. I started doing a lot more field time because they were letting me out of the office. Mm -hmm. It didn't make sense. Well, yeah, if you're in the field, you don't want yeah. to get your nice shit dirty. When I, and I, I realized what Langer, well, I go out in the field all the time. I'd go out in the field with him. He never gets out of his vehicle. Oh, he that's just not my binoculars field. and shit? Yeah, or they'll talk, come talk to him in the vehicle. Mm. I'm like, no, that's not my field. Like, I'm going to get all up in their shit, make them uncomfortable while I'm looking at what they're doing. Like, I want to make sure it's done right. I'm not going to drive through. Mm-hmm. So, a little different. So, yeah, I get away with boots and and I still wear, I wear khakis. Uh, but they're like a denim, like a thicker. They're not slacks, right? Um, almost like a dicky style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, to get away with it, but yeah, I've got a bunch of ties. I just haven't worn them in a while. Yeah, I I wasn't until I actually didn't even have a or own a tie to late my late twenties, maybe. Okay. Um, whenever I became a Freemason, they would have. Events. Events. Where you needed to wear a tie. That's, and that's when I went and first got my first, like, set up. My, my fucking, I had bought slacks and nice shoes and a fucking overcoat and a button-up right. and a tie. Right, got the whole get-up. Yeah. Nice. It, matter of fact, if you looked at my LinkedIn, I was at um, I was at a Freemason event. And I, I have the whole fucking. That's, where, uh, <laughs> that's nice. what I'm wearing. I like it. Um, 
So that wasn't. That's when I got my first like. I'm not that kind of person. I don't want to be that person. Right. I'm a jeans and t-shirt guy. Yeah. All day. Well, no, it makes it. It's uncomfortable. And for me, like I got a fat neck. It. Yeah, you do. <laughs> it almost. <laughs> it almost didn't get promoted because of it. But uh, the the collar. So when we got the first time I got custom fit for a tie was boot camp. Like our whole dress uniforms. Like at the end, of, you get to the third phase. Like you get ready to graduate. They start measuring you for all your shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when the yeah they're like oh dang like. My shirts had to be, like, they were goofy because to get the neck to fit, they were, like, extra long. Yeah, you had to go a whole nother yeah, size. Yeah, it was, it was a weird thing for the boot camp fit. So when I got out, or got to the fleet, I went back and got custom shirts made to fit the way they were supposed to. Um, that's why I quit wearing ties with Landgraf, though, because I got two suits made, but I could rewear those. But the shirts, like, I, I'm not going to buy a bunch of custom freaking shirts Yeah, just to... Just to be able to do the top button. Like, I care about this fit more than the, the neck. Like, fuck my fat neck. Yeah. So I just quit wearing ties. <laughs> so what about what, you, Zach? What, what about your first tie? One of my bosses at work gets every one of his fucking button-ups uh, custom done. Langraf does, and he's got his initials yeah. em- embroidered on the cuffs. Yeah. On all well, of his I, shirts. Yeah, I don't think he does that. But even, like, his just his regular short sleeve button-up shirts yeah any button-up shirt he has we were having this conversation randomly he was like dude i get every one of my shirts uh i take them to get fitted because i have a weird angle in my waist yep and i want it to fit that angle properly yeah i hate that's why i I, okay i wish i could do a custom tailor i find a shirt that i i like the fit of yeah and then i buy the shit like this one my mom got me the first one of it and it's a zero fox trap but uh like, the fit's real good for my freaking, how I'm built. So I went and bought every color. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he has all the, all the, the struggle. Fun, uh, yeah. All the struggle with merch. Yeah, yeah I'm going to test it out. Once it fits, I find my fit, I, I want to wear it. I, I, I get that 100%. I, I think do that it's hard teams. to find shit yeah. that fits me. And I, I know you have the same problem. Yeah. Just on the other side of the spectrum. Yeah, on the fat side. I'm starting to have that. Nice no, to have no, that no, because no, downtown the store is <laughs> called Big and Tall. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Zach, when was your first uh, time? <coughs> I was I was in Austin. I was working at Fry's. Remember Fry's? Yeah. Oh, it was a job. Yeah, it was a job. We had to wear dress shirt with a tie. What kind Did of job? Did you just wear this? the same tie every day? No, I had. I had a maroon one, and then I think a, a maroon one and a black one, and then I had one that was blue with bunches of guitars and shit. All Why do I see That's you awesome. coming in with it around your head like a yeah, right, just like sliding in? That's what I'm picturing on his knees doing air yeah. guitar shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So was this after I moved yeah, out of yeah, the yeah, apartment? It, yeah, I had moved back. You had moved to Bastrop. I moved back. No, I moved back in with Brett. Okay, I didn't know that you did that. Yeah. Oh, shit. After all that shit, we moved back, and then I ended up going back, and I was working there for a little bit. Where was you, Where was it again? It was in Austin. That you were working? Fry's. What is that? All your best it, buys are at Fry's. Oh, it's an electronics? It's an electronics <laughs> store. Yeah. I've been to a Fry's. They got the fish they tanks used, and stuff. They used to have one in fucking Midland, I believe. Oh, I didn't know that. I've been to one in California. I thought they had one there in Midland. I, I figured the I'd bigger, I figured the yeah. big towns would have them. Yeah, that was the, the, yeah. I think that was all I had then. I only had like three or four different, four or five. I don't remember. 
Do you have to wear a tie to work there? I had to wear a tie to work there. Were you in the Geek Squad? No. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Did awesome. they have their own version of the Geek Squad? I don't. You know, I don't remember. It's been so been so long it's ago. It's been so long ago. That's right. So old now. I can see you on the Geek Squad though, with your tie still around your head, though, right not around your neck. I'd wear my my uh, thick black yep. frame glasses. The BCGs. Yeah. Yep. You know why they're called BCGs? They're the birth control glass. That's what it was. I was yep. gonna say I was, it was. I was thinking like bitch control or something. That's like that. That's what they called it. Yeah. <laughs> tomato, tomato. Yeah. So yeah, same thing. That's awesome. Yeah, you birth control glasses. <clears throat> Anyways, <laughs> fucking. I went and got him a fucking tie. Hauled ass to where he was to Wagner. I get there, and I'm sitting there trying to pre-tie it for him, right? So that way, because he's inside, yep. trying to get it set so I can just put it on him. And he's like, Dad. And I was like, dude, I was trying to get this. And he was like, no, I can do it. And I was like, what? You tie his own tie? So I handed it to him, and he starts doing this funky shit. I was like, that's not how you do it. He was like, this is how I learned on YouTube. And he fucking did it like a Windsor knot. That's my dude right there. <laughs> Damn it, boy. He did like a Windsor knot, but it was weird how he, like, he was like twisting the he tie. He did it a different way. Yeah, he was like twisting it. And then, like, he did one little loop, and then, and then I was like, oh, shit. And then I just cleaned it up. Man, the power of YouTube. Like, some dude figured out the tricks to the typical and posted, right? And Mm -hmm. these kids learn it. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, his memory is pretty fantastic. Like, he he can learn it, watch it. Yeah, he's still young. Boy, and I think he replays it in his head, too. Yeah. I think he's got some eidetic shit going. I had to sit there and fucking work at it. Yeah. I, had, I don't even. I remember. had a video in front of me. I was like, "Okay, nope, this is wrong. Fucking take it off." I, I can do the half Windsor pretty easy, but that's, that's the one I normally do. But a full Windsor, I can do a full Windsor if I think about it. Like I could probably do it right now, but uh, any of the other ones, I can't. Yeah. And we had a guy when I first started at LCA. His name was uh, uh, Lupe Baeza. He would do these big old fancy like knots, the floral knots and yeah, shit. Yeah. They're badass looking. They look cool. You got to be short and you have to, like, you have to be a yeah, short person. Yeah, you got to have a lot of tie. And you have to have, like, the extra long ties. Yep. To do those badass fucking. Yeah, if you're going to do some them, crazy though. shit. Yes, they're badass, though. No, I just want something simple. Boom. Yeah, me too. Where, I, that's where why I always did the half And tuck in that back piece because I hate when they start flipping around. Mm-hmm. God, I just don't like ties. They don't make sense to me. Why? <laughs> like, I wear a necklace. That makes sense to me. Yeah. The tie, it just doesn't. I don't. It, I'll like if I need to secure up there, I'll button it or mm-hmm. button the one below it. But yeah, I just I never. You never thought about just being a clip tie guy? No, I I did wear my bow tie was not a tie tie one, but that was the only clip I've ever done. Mm. You know, it would be cool to learn. Have you ever seen the guys who can take a tie and they tie it into a bow tie? My brother can do that. Is he? Yeah, he ties. His, he doesn't do a clip on bow. He ties his own bow ties. With the tie, a, I don't know if he uses a tie every time. But oh, but he, he can. Yeah, yeah. That's fucking that's cool crazy. too. Yeah, I've seen like videos of people doing that. I'm like, God, yeah. Cool. Which I, wish, I mean, if you're always in that, if you're always in that world, gentleman. Well, if you're always <laughs> yeah. in that world, though, like if I had to always wear a suit, I'd probably start getting creative. Oh yeah. Whereas now I can I can get creative just by looking for different styles and get away with it. Right as long as you just own it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I don't. If I did it frequently, maybe. Not no more. I'm not. I'm not about it. Nah. 
No, we're going to start wearing ties on the podcast. I think we should do a photo shoot with ties. And then Zach has one on his yeah. head. <laughs> that, that'll work. That's what we'll do. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, I'm good with that. <laughs> um, dude, the fucking music. So the last time Christian made regional band for shit like this, he was, um, he was in the eighth grade. And he was really occupied in his freshman year, so he didn't even try out for it. Uh, then he dropped some shit this year, and, and he was like, I'm going to do this again. He made the he made it made the fucking band. There's three different bands. You have your concert band, yep. your symphonic band, and then your honor band. And then from the honor band, they select a state band, right? Are those ranked or are they just different bands? <clears throat> they're rankings. Oh, say okay. So they're one, two, three kind yeah. of. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So concert would be your bottom. three, your bottom. Yep. Symphonic is your middle, and then so Christian he made first chair for the concert band is where he made it this year. Okay. Um. Then, I don't know how they make these choices or whatever. They moved him up to ninth chair in the symphonic band. So, he he moved, he got bumped up a level. Oh, nice. <clears throat> so. Sounds like a level and then some, right? Cause yeah. Because chair promotion also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so, the chair's still a rank too, right? Yeah, so your first yeah, chair is yeah. your best. Yeah. So, I was like, well, that's cool. You know, I'm glad that you got picked, whatever, you know. That's always cool to do. How many kids from Stanton made it? Uh, five. Okay, so you went a pretty big, fairly big group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the last time he did it, it was it was eighth grade. They did three songs. They were about two minutes long yeah. songs. You know, still really cool experience. High school, been haven't been to high school. They do like four or five songs, and about four minutes a piece. More complex music, like longer pieces and shit like that. These kids get the music a few weeks early so they can review it at school and shit like that on their downtime. But playing as a band with the conductor and shit like that, they do it for nine hours. That's it. And then they have the fucking performance. Yeah. I did honor band in junior high, eighth grade. Yeah. But I was the only one from Stanton. You're the only one that made it. Yeah, it was me and Stacy and Nacho. Mm-hmm. Went, they drove me up to somewhere up north. Really? It was, it was cool. Like, I was playing the baritone sax. It was, we, yeah, it was there all day, so we had to do, um, like, practice. But it was just a one-day deal. We practiced, and then, we, yeah, we played th- three songs. It wasn't yeah. a lot, but it was still an all-day, kind of a cool deal. Yeah. And then we, they drove me back that night. That's cool. It was cool. High school sounds a little more intense. No, I like it was that. a lot more intense. Yeah. Music was way intense. Well, yeah, because they're expected, I guess you're more mature at that point. Like, you're expected you to have take this shit serious. Yeah, because yeah, you're not going to be there just for fucking shits and giggles. Yeah. You have to make time to learn music. That's right. You have to go audition. You have to beat out all the other kids who wanted to audition to make it here and then to continue to move on. Yeah. and Yeah, high school is definitely a little more <clears throat> serious. They did one piece awesome. that... They had like, so he when I asked him about it, he was like, all we were told was if you hear additional music that isn't coming from us, ignore it, follow the conductor, and play your part. Keep in time. Well, what they what he didn't know, I, I got to show him later, was there, there's a huge PA system. Well, they're playing their music, right, as they're going. At, at the beginning, about the first minute, they introduce... Uh, another set of music but it's coming through the PA and they're playing along with this like other s- 
music, sound? this other sound. It's, it's actually not music. It's just sounds. Right. That's coming through the PA, and what they're playing is complementing that shit through there. So they have to keep in time, and it's the it's there. Like they don't know any of this is going on. Right. right? It's just the way it's they're composed. not supposed to know what's going on. Right. It sounded fucking cool as that's shit. That's badass. Uh, but I stayed there for all the bands. I watched all of them because I like that. I like going to see orchestra music like that anyways. Um, there was one piece that the the concert band did. It was a piece that was written for a girl that was... I, details were not given, but it was a girl that got cancer in high school. She played the flute and her like her sister or something like that played the clarinet. And it was written to, like, honor both of them. It was a fucking legit-ass piece of music. I wish I... I wish I could go back and, like, get all the details from there. It was cool shit. Nice. And then the honor band played with the composer from... Here from West Texas somewhere. She went to school, got her music degree, got her doctorate degree... Lives in San Antonio. Like, she she actually composes music. And and she's local. Yeah. Nice. Um... And she, uh, the music they played, they played like two or three of her songs that she has actually written and released. Awesome. Yeah. It's about time we start getting some more stars from around here. Right. Something. It's so coming. that, that was pretty much my, that my, my weekend other than being on call and answering phone calls and shit, you know? Yeah. That was my whole shit. We so. went to a shindig. Yeah. How was the thing last night? <clears throat> that was, it was all right. It was, it was cool. Always, it's always fun. Did you do some karaoke? I um, when do I ever do karaoke? Uh, Casey's brother's house. Yep. Yeah, there's like fucking four of us there. Even better. Even you better. should have done it last night and had a crowd. Dude, there was probably sixty people there. Yeah, it was a pretty good crowd. Yeah, we had the kids couldn't go. No, you're good. It was fun. It was yeah. I tried to stay outside by the fire. Man, it was cold. Yeah. And old dude was kicking the fire. And kept, <laughs> I was like, bro, like ashing all over the place. One time it got all over me. I was like, yep. Yeah, look. Bro, I'm about to look, punch my you fucking in the hoodie. Face. Yeah. You got a hole in it well, now. I, I didn't know why he kept doing it. Like, bro, like, what are you doing? I don't know. Some people don't know how to fire correctly. But, yeah, cool. Yeah, we'll fire somewhere <laughs> else. So I, I kept going inside um, and bundling up right there. Yeah. But it was it was a good time. See, yeah. kept going off on the karaoke machines. Yeah, she Esther does. got up there a couple times. Nice. Yeah. Happy birthday to Esther. Oh, yeah. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. There was a bunch of birthdays. Yeah, there was like three people there yeah. to celebrate Seems their like birthday. every five minutes they were singing happy birthday to somebody nice. when they were taking shots. It's my birthday, Chester, too. Chester Fest is always, is always fun. I've, been, I've gone the last four years or so. It's nice. a good time. You yeah. never know what's going to happen. I'm going to try to make it an annual appearance. An annual yeah. appearance? Yes. Whoa. Yes. Not not on being. <laughs> Slim anus. <laughs> right? Slim anus. So I don't get fucked in mind if you two little flaming faggots, right? Is yeah. That's what he says. Like yeah. He's talking. Who's he talking about? ICP. Yeah. Did I tell Faggots you about this? Fake root beer. Yeah. Call themselves <laughs> clowns when they look queer. <laughs> yeah. So, did I tell you about the documentary I saw about them? Uh-uh. So, the two guys from ICP, um, 
Juggalos. That's what it is. And Juggalos. So if you look on the um, FBI's like um, list of bad people that they have, where they keep like Mongols and Hell's Angels and shit like that, yeah. you know, that list, that fine, fine list. Yeah, that fine list. <laughs> number six, number six is ICP and the Juggalos. Really? Yeah. If you are, if you are, if you are put in the database as a Juggalo, you are considered a like a like a a criminal. Really? Yeah. Huh. Because they had a few. There was a few people that were Juggalos and were committing crimes and shit like that. And they get arrested. They would announce. They're like, "Are you affiliated with anyone?" And they're like, "Yeah, we're Juggalos." And that shit shot straight to the top. And they've tried to fight it several times to get them removed off the list. <laughs> huh. Damn. <laughs> okay. That's interesting. Should we? Yeah. It's it's funny because it's like going down the list and it says like Mexican cartel and then it says like Juggalos. Juggalos. <laughs> like that's, oh, man. That's awesome. I mean, I want to be on that list, but no. that's a good way to be on it. <laughs> Not, I don't want to be on it for a music group, though. <laughs> Fuck, he wants dude. to be a badass reason. <laughs> I want to be a badass, not a fucking... I don't even like ICP. I like, don't either. And I, I think it may only because Eminem doesn't like them. I think so, too. I think that's where my influence I came from. I never really listened to him. And when I did try... I listened to a little bit. I didn't like, I didn't care for it, so... I uh, <clears throat> I think Cardi likes it. Some other shit. She's a jug, juggalette. I guess, I guess that's what you <laughs> that's call That's what them. they're called. Juggalos and juggalettes. Juggalettes. I did run across a band. Uh, so I got my Spotify DJ deal, uh, AI radio. Yeah. And this band that I started listening to is called Architects. Oh, yeah? And they're they're a British band. And the song that came on was called Seeing Red. God dang. It go hard? It goes hard. That, that was a fucking question that Celso asked the other day. That's what I was trying to look for earlier. What is your fucking go-to heart song? Like, get you hyped up. When Worlds Collide. It was, yeah, it was yours, that was right? When, when, when worlds, when worlds Collide. Yeah, yeah. What about, what was yours? M16 by Zero. M16. Let me see if I can find this sucker. I, so I found Spotify coming clutch. They pulled up an old album I used to listen to in the turret and it was that zero album and that was one of the songs i would play a lot yeah check out this fucking intro to seeing red Let's see if it come on elong That's a fucking banger, fucking son. Badass song. That's awesome. It's all about the. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty good hype song. It's fucking hype. <laughs> they they got some yeah. badass music, man. I'm glad I came across those guys. If you get yeah. you get a chance, just start going through their shit. Okay. It's pretty hype. I wanted I wanted to listen to some bangers yesterday, and I just went. Put on a shit ton of Slipknot. I listened to Slipknot probably all day yesterday. Can't go wrong with that. Yeah, it was it was a fucking good ass time. Okay. Here, I'll play this one real quick then. 
about that intro yeah gets you fucking pumped yeah yeah, yeah the, the verses he, go pretty hard but they're you're vulgar yeah it needs a blah. yeah yeah i was listening to some tech nine the other day yeah dude yeah i don't think i've actually ever sat down and listened to a whole bunch of tech nine yeah he's got some good ones he's got some Does good he? he's got some yeah. good jams too his features are, are i think are a lot better yeah when he can just focus on one verse and not the whole song yeah <laughs> <laughs> Well, I noticed that a lot of these rappers have a hard time with like three verses and completing the song. When they get it with another guy, the song's a lot better. They don't have to. Right. They don't have to worry about a lot. Yeah, yeah. They just got to worry about their six, seven sentences, and they're done. Yeah, yeah. Get their bars out real quick. Unless you're Eminem, and then it's like, you know, in the same a amount lot. of time, he's going to triple seven the bars, yeah. sentences for him, or like a fucking book. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. a good storyteller. That's why he's Goals. the best. The goat. I watched a fucking thing the other day. It was like on TikTok or something. It had pictures of him starting from like 2000 all the way to like 23. Oh, nice. it's crazy how to see him yeah. age like that. It's fucking wild. Oh, sh- oh, I did go see the shaman. Oh, did you? Yeah. When? Uh, <laughs> you didn't invite? What day was this? Friday? Oh, badass. Yeah, Friday. Did you get some good stuff? I did. And it's always a good chat with him. Oh, I bet. I like the shaman. Yeah. He's, a, he's fun to talk to. When you gotta You'll go, get to meet him one day. Yeah. I hope so. When, yeah. As much as you talk about him, I feel like I already know him. <laughs> well, <laughs> and you know what's funny is if when he gets pointed out, you'd be like, that's him? Because you wouldn't think it. But <laughs> yeah. And that dude likes, he's a fucking fun time. Yeah. Like when I showed up, uh, there was two of uh, one of his brothers and his old lady leaving on their bikes. Like they they went to bike night the night before, um, and they were just barely kind of getting up. And I went like right, it was, I guess during lunch. It was during lunch, damn, and it was still cold as shit. And they were getting on their bikes and taking off. Oh yeah, because there was a bike night there on Thursday yeah. in, in Odessa. Yeah, yeah, and that's where they went. I so. talked to Gar. He said he went too. Did he? Nice. Yeah. I was like, dude, that's a fucking long ass way for y'all to always be going. And I was like, oh, they wanted to go. Cool. Yeah, for sure. I can't, I can't dedicate that much time of my my week. It's no, hard. It, yeah, it's hard. Especially with having the kids and the scheduling, all the shit that they got to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, there'll be times when I can make it and I'll go for sure. And I'm always welcome. So that's what's important. Oh, yeah. They always just want to have the invitation. Yeah, that's what's cool about it. Go when you can. Take care of your shit and go when you can. Did my dog go in the shop? Yeah, he yeah, went he in the did. shop. He's after totes nuts, bro. Dude, you better leave my balls alone. I put him in a bucket on the <laughs> spool so he keeps sniffing around there. I don't want him to knock that bucket over. I'm ready to, to cup the balls. <laughs> just like that. They're heavier than I thought. They were. Really? Yeah. I mean, did you see the size of his nuts? So, just to catch up on all of this, 
it's finally happened, right? The, like it only took six months. Oh, yeah, it, it only yeah. took six months. Six months and six months and like twenty minutes. Nice. So, so walk us through this. How did you finally come? So I had saw you. We had talked about it on Wednesday. We were going to come out on Sunday. Yeah, and do and it. Do it. So and then on Friday we get a text message with pictures that like it's a done deal. So I was seizing the opportunity. Um, my oldest son, stepson, bonus son, he come in Hagen. He said, "Hey, are we gonna cut? Like I feel bad for totes. I want to like cut his nuts off." And I was like, "Okay, like if you get like don't do it right in your sweats. Like if you change, um, I'll get I'll get up and get get geared up and we'll go do it. If, but you got to show me that you're gonna do it." Like, I'm not going to force you to do this. He said, okay. Um, and he was kind of sitting around. I had to, I was sorting out with some of my shaman stuff. And he come back in with jeans and a jacket on. And I said, like, all right, let's go do it. So we came out. Um, I gave him some gloves. I said, hey, I'll tell you what. Like, you hold him. We'll get him down. And then I'll cut. He said, okay, cool. Um, just, just a little timid, right? And Totes is tougher than he looks, that little motherfucker. He's a stout little dude. Yeah. yeah. So getting him down was the hard part. So we finally, like, we chased him around a little bit. We couldn't get him <laughs> in a good hold. <laughs> we we really did. So, and this was Hagen's idea. is a good idea. We have this little corral built right here by the door. Yeah. He's like, hey, why don't we open the garage door? Because Totes already ran in the door and ran out through where we had it open. And come in through. He's like, "Why don't we open that, but close it off outside? We'll chase Totes back in and back in there, right? And then we'll get him in." And that's what we did, and it worked. So Hagen's in there with him. I climb over, um, grab him, and I freaking uh, pin him. Right? I had to grab him by his horns and grab his other leg and just yeah, flip him flip down him on down. the side. Yeah, got him down. Um, and so Hagen got a hold of him. So we switched spots so I could get by his nuts. And I just had the the knife, I sharpened it ahead of time, um, and we held him down. And I just all right, totes, grabbed him. Um, so I had to use my right hand for his nuts, <laughs> and got right oops, got right by the zip tie, and uh, just one like smooth cut, and they came right off. Bled out a little bit. Um, I was hoping, and it did mostly what I was expecting with the zip tie on there. It was wasn't a lot of blood, and it wasn't like uh, healthy blood. Like it was real light colored, so it wasn't a lot of oxygen in it. Um, so he bled out a little bit, and then he just kind of hopped up, and was like, "Oh, y'all motherfuckers!" And then left, wouldn't come near us again. So we cleaned up the spot a little bit, put his heat lamps back on there, um, put his corral together, and left him alone. Uh, Hagen came out. He would still come to Hagen, so he fed him uh, some pain pills that we had with some food. Uh-huh. Just to help him with the pain. Um, gave him a day. He was kind of still a little skittish yesterday morning. Um, but I was sitting in here in the studio, and I watched him get up right here from the glass door. And he did the old dog stretch. Like, they uh, stretched yeah. their ass out. Yeah. And then he just took off trotting. I was like, okay. Like, he's limber. He's getting around a lot better. Um, I think once that heals up, I'll take that zip tie off. But he's back to being a totes to goat. Totes. Yeah, he's he's following me again, like trying to be buddies, like wanting to dap. Like I think his nuts were pissing him off for a while. He was like, "Fuck that motherfucker." So he normally, when we get here, he normally like meets me out there. 
But yeah. none of the dogs ran out there, so I don't. I think that's his cue, right? He's like, "Oh shit, something's yeah, going yeah, he, on." Right? He got no senses, right? And he's like, "Let me go see what the fuck's up." You know, <laughs> I gotta come. I'm the, yeah, I'm yeah. the muscle coming in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so then I walked Bitch around. Better and have my money. And I walked around. I saw <laughs> him sitting in the corral. He just kind of looked at me. I was all, "What's up, totes?" <laughs> <laughs> Not doing us today, huh? Man, so and today he was he's running around playing with the dogs. Getting back into he his seems to be, yeah. groove. Yeah. It's little, just nice to know that he's not having to walk with his legs spread apart anymore. Yep. He was doing that with the healthy nuts, but at least he felt them. I think now he just had dead things dangling from his. <laughs> and my dad brought up a good point. He said, man, you need to do it soon because... He's gonna start having back problems if he's got that those oh, hanging yeah. right there, dead weight hanging. Um, oh shit! So it made, kind of made sense. I was like, yeah. "All right, son's motivated. Let, let's just fucking do it. Let's do it." Yeah. I was excited. I was gonna hold his back legs. <laughs> when it, it was a lot easier just on the side. Yeah. Yeah. Could have we could have just hung him upside down. We could have done a lot of things. We could, you could have made it real dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what I was picturing the whole time. And then, on, upon execution, it was pretty easy. Once we got there, yeah, that's fucking awesome. That's all, that's great. That is great. And now they get to sit in my molded hands. Yep, I got to figure out how to taxidermy these. I don't want. I don't think it's just salts the answer. I need something to help preserve them. Freezer. Well, but permanent, so they can sit out because it's going to be on the, the table with Zach's hand holding them up. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were going to also mold the nuts. <laughs> You know, these are real. They're going to be taxidermied nuts. nuts. Call the company in Stanton, see what they tell you. See what would happen. And there's chemicals and stuff. I've had a kit before. We need to get a a, a ZAZ, a Zaz brand and brand his nuts. Brand the nuts. That way, that's a good idea. We have the fucking brand on. Yeah, so they're just right. I mean, we'll have them to stare at. I don't know if I want to stare at them. And these fuckers are big, dude. Like, (laughs) God damn. I think mine are big. They don't fucking compare. They're not even close. Not even fucking close. Such a small goat. I would be so pissed off if I had to dangle those every fucking day. For six months? For my no, life. No, that was his life. No, they were that big from the get-go. From the get-go? Oh, yeah, they were. He, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shut up. They were. They they actually got smaller because he. they were shriveling up. Yeah. Yep. The shit out of I don't know what he was. Bar- he don't know what he was barking at either. I don't know what I was barking at either. <laughs> um. So, just to get this out of the way, a fucking Cowboys road or goddamn pissed me off. How are you gonna let a team that is like way underdog? Come in here into your house that you are sixteen and zero, and then beat the living piss out of you. They just whoop their ass, right? Yep. Bad, like, and I'm not gonna say I'm a Cowboys fan, but I'm ro- always rooting for the Cowboys. And it's, I was thinking maybe if I was less rooty, they'd do better. They still didn't. I don't know. I don't know, man. That was fucking embarrassing. I didn't even finish the game. No, I, I don't blame you. I just, I, I was like, I'm going to watch something that makes me feel happy. Yep. So I watched a movie or some shit. 
And I think that's where it's gone. So I used to get mad. Like I watched a bunch of Cowboys games. Like Jules was a big Cowboys fan. So we stay up late to watch them um, on the second appointment uh, and get mad when they were losing or when they lost. Right. And then it went from mad to eh. To now I'm just like, all right, whatever. Now it's almost yeah. it's almost expected. They get to the playoffs, you know they're going to blow it. Well, That's even what Shannon Sharp I never, said. He's I never like, go with expected because like, I watch a few games and they look freaking good when they're good. And I'm like, oh, like, hey, like, they got a chance. Like, cool. Maybe this is it. Yeah, but then when the games count, there's something something's off. Like, I want to know what happens in the pregame you know, on those games that is off. I'm, I'm glad they're not getting rid of uh, McCarthy if they're going to keep him for next year. Uh-huh. And why is why is that always the first guy they look at? Because he's the, the leader of the team. The way I see it, it's not his it's, fault. He calls the plays. His players don't execute. It's it's more the lead to me. The leader is the quarterback. Well, he's the leader on the field. That's on the, the field. Leader that, I'm a field guy. That's the leader that makes. I mean, that's I, the leader that makes a split. If it, if it was my cut, that's who I would cut first. I wouldn't cut the coach. No, McCarthy in the last. I mean, three he's, years he's. Because all he has is a seasons. all he exactly. has is a battle plan. Like right. he doesn't have what what you need in the field to win I mean, the game. You're right. I mean, would that be that'd be like what a general yeah. comes up with your battle plan, yeah. yep. and if y'all don't execute, he gets fucking. It's on him. That's true. But but is he? But I mean, it's on the higher whoever. I guess sergeants. Yeah, right? lieutenant. The good generals right. let it. Small unit leadership and go down is how that would work, and they're accountable for it. I get it. I I don't know. I know CD's lamb. CD Lamb's mama got on fucking oh on uh social platforms, and she was like, <laughs> "Dak is not what we need in Dallas." She needs uh oh. Aren't isn't he new to the Cowboys? CD Lamb. He's yeah. He's been he's there three or four years. A couple of years. Okay, so he's not new, new, but. Why does she get to make that call? I mean, it's her opinion, I guess. There's I a mean, lot of people that don't want Dak there, man. He's not. He's not a. I've never been he, he's, happy he's with not the a, quarterback choice, in my opinion. Like, he's I not want a, a tougher one. Yeah, he's he's a good season player, but he's not a good uh, clutch time player. When it comes down to the wire, we haven't had a clutch quarterback in, since in, Tony. Since uh, fucking Troy Aikman, yeah, I yeah, know. a dude that can get hit. How, like, how we long get these ago pussies was that? that like Romo broke his collarbone what eighteen times? Like they had to put mm-hmm. bone there. Yeah, they went. In, they made him a fucking metal shoulder. Bionic, yeah. yeah. Like get a dude that can pl- like play, not can dance around and I, I look think good on camera and do commercials. A first round, I think that's what Jerry college pick. Ah, groom him up. Maybe no. some, with someone better no. than uh-uh. get a find. We need to find the next Tom Brady. That's a backup somewhere. That's studying under one of the good ones. Well, that's who Brock that Purdy wants, is. That wants a chance. Yeah. That wants yeah, like that wants a chance. Those are the, that, Tom Brady's not a first round draft pick, and he's the greatest fucking quarterback out there or that ever was. Uh, okay, bro. The dude takes it takes two hands to show off his rings, man. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Yeah, that's true. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> okay. And I don't even like the Patriots. Fuck the Patriots. Yeah. But dude uses two hands to show off his, his Super Bowl rings. Like on command. He's like, oh, fuck y'all. I'll retire and come back and win another one. With another For this team. hand. Yeah. Just to start the left hand. <laughs> yeah. 
That shit's a, a the league. I was pretty disappointed. But yeah, that, uh, but so are you still watching? Even though Cowboys aren't in, are you still no? no you're like I eh, haven't watched any fuck football. the rest of the playoffs. Yeah. What do you mean? There's what? Yeah. I mean, there's still more playoff games. Oh. Yeah, Niners and Packers played yesterday. Oh, the, yeah. We Packers, watched that Packers one. Packers almost. We did watch were, that were, one. That was a good game. Yeah. It uh, was close. The Chiefs and Bills played today. Uh, I think the Chiefs. I like Chiefs, the Chiefs. won by three, I think is what I saw. Oh, they yeah. played already, huh? Baltimore won. Yeah. Uh, so the Niners-Ravens thing still a chance. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. I'm, that's uh, the only thing I'm watching it for now. I want to see if that prediction is real. It's been correct like the past three or four seasons. Yeah. So. Uh, I've never called it out before, though. Let's see what happens. Yeah, let's see what happens. With the Ravens being the winning team. Yep. Oh, it has a winner? Too? How do they predict the winner? I don't know, but I think that's what I had seen. Okay. Damn it. I'm not putting money on that yet, but. Whatever. Yeah, fucking Cowboys. <laughs> Piss me off. Dude. Get rid of Dak. Send Dak. Well, they don't even, they won't want him in the 49ers anyway. Since they send him to the 49ers, but. Get rid of the helmets. Get rid of Make yeah. it hurt more. We'll get good players out of that. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck your helmets. Yeah, they're trying to make everything safer. I feel like they're doing the opposite. And you're making them, you're making them pussies is what you're doing. I wonder, I so I don't know this. I wonder if rugby has as many concussions and shit as football. No, because you're not trying to hit the dude in the head, and you you're conscious of where your head's at. Yeah, because it's gonna be like direct these guys hit put a helmet you. on them that like, oh I'm fucking indestructible, and they throw themselves into it. Yeah, rugby's and I've I've seen the stats on that. It's it's insanely low, um, but there's still there's a lot of injuries in rugby, just limbs and stuff, because it's a little rougher. Um, for the takedowns, because you you know you're not coming in for a hard hit to lay him down. But that the whole <clears throat> rugby thing, I think we've talked about in the past, is is it's a style of it's the style of tackling that they want to start implementing in kids, high school, and then all the way up into the NFL. Pete Carroll from the Seahawks, he actually really works with his defensive team to to do rugby style tackling. Rugby, okay. To, well, protect, I mean, that's, to protect his players. Yeah, and that's a wrap. I mean, that's a full wrap up, like midway, right? It's mid. It's wrap up mid waist and then spin. On the sp- okay, the spin. Yeah, I forgot. So that way spin. you barrel roll onto the ground yeah. instead of just plopping. Yep. And the guys are supposed to do a proper break fall and like don't be flailing about. And I think that's yeah. where the limb thing comes in. Yeah. <laughs> we used to do that. That was a we had to do break for other. Aside from body hardening, where we're just kicking each other and hitting each other, we have to do break. <laughs> <laughs> we had to do break, like how to properly break fall. So like you, you'd sit there sense, and you'd be on your feet, and someone would just push you over, and you'd have to like slap your arms down so that your back and head didn't hit. Oh, so your your elbows essentially would break your fall. Well, your whole arm. You didn't want to just do your elbow because oh, it's so too much force. Yeah, so you're slapping back. Yep. So it's and, like they do in wrestling. Yeah, and the same way forward, okay. too. Yeah. Oh, okay. It, it was really fucking painful and stupid. <laughs> but we did it. But, but you're, you that, learned, you're that much smarter for knowing it. Yeah, yeah yes. you learned it, though. I learned it. See, that's why you only broke your back in the wreck. There you go. You, you had a good break fall. 
That and I think a lot of it's my stretching too. <laughs> I really do, because that could have been a, that should have been a lot worse. I feel like the way oh, yeah. the way Corey describes it, but I'm, I'm sure there's some exaggeration there. He's like, man, you freaking your legs come over and like touch the, your nose and because <laughs> <laughs> I'm limber. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do yoga. Speaking of yoga, so speaking of stretching, not necessarily yoga. Do you have any particular stretches that you do, like? Because you started getting up at 5 in the morning, you said, right? I, so I failed on that, that early. I still get up. It's it's uh, 5.30, 5.45. It was still a 5 o'clock hour. We'll just yeah. go with that. You get yeah. up at the 5 o'clock hour. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I got you. <laughs> I, I barely get up at the 6 o'clock hour okay. to make it to work on time. But uh, the stretches are – so I, I some of them are yoga poses, I think. They like – so I'll get down um, – in the push-up position almost. And then I'll kind of scrunch up like I'm praying with my hands still out. Oh, yeah, the, like the downward dog. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So I'll do that one, and then I'll push my arms out and stretch, like push up, like stick my ass out a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then push up, right, and then do a, the a, a reverse dog, whatever that one yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I'll from there I'll do some push-ups, and I'll go down like one or two. And to stay down, and then I'll go side to side, shifting my weight to flex the shoulder blades, and then come up, and do some more push-ups, come down, and do that again, um, and then I'll sit, but sit up, um, and then I usually then I'm sitting down and I do my feet out in front of me, and I touch my toes um, over the top, um, and they come off to the side on the outside, and then I come in off the inside, um, and then I'll spread my legs and do the same thing, and those are just quick, twenty seconds maybe. Right. Per, per standard, standard like athletic stretches, Th- and that's where I got it from because we did the same thing in Marine Corps. So I assume there was some science to that. Um, and that's really all I do for my back. And then I'll do the I do where you put one knee, and then you twist, twist. over and f- push off of it. Yeah, I'll do that one too. That one helps a lot with my my flexors. Okay. Will you let nice. dipshit in? He thinks he just like wears butlers and shit. <laughs> He's all handled that shit out there, guys. You didn't even want to see what I saw. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to know. There's a monkey fucking football out there. Yeah. <laughs> that monkey up. But that, and I've, I started doing that seven, eight years ago. Um, and I, I couldn't even touch my toes when I first started. Like I could barely, like barely touch my kneecaps almost. It felt like. And I just I just kept doing it and kept doing it and then I got to where I could, right? Um, and then I got to where I could get a little more creative with it. And the new the yoga stuff I just started for my back that's only been a couple of years after the wreck that I started really focusing on those stretches because I that that tenses up a lot easier now. Um, so I stretch for that now too, not just my lower back. But doing stretching and yoga and shit like that, it builds a lot of core muscles, right? Yeah. Because of the positions you're holding yourself in. Yeah, because you're still pulling those muscles, so you're still breaking them down. Right. They're just, they're leaner. They're not bulkier. Yeah. Not everybody wants to be bulky. No, I need to be able to climb and get get places. Right. Yeah. And that was always our mindset for training, too. We got to be able to climb on windows and get, get into shit. We can't just be... Hulk's walking around through doors, like busting through doors and shit. We got those guys. Yeah, I need to be the limber yep. Spider-Man kind of guy. I was I was looking at it the other day, and I was going to ask you just because 
we started this uh, at work. We started a uh, like a weight loss challenge, right? Oh yeah. And I like doing them because I can I can normally I can lose quite a bit of weight. And I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do as a workout to start kind of working out. So that way easy. I could just right. And I was thinking about stretching. Body weight stuff is doing, always easy. Yeah. And I I have some bands in my office that I'll use sometimes too for some shoulder, mostly shoulder stuff because that's my biggest issue. I don't want to use bands. I, I watch too many fucking videos. People using bands and they break and then like slap them in the face. <laughs> oh, I don't do anything where it's towards my face. Like they're all outward stuff. You see the guys who are like trying to stretch, like do curls and it pops and just hits them like hits right, right in the right middle. Taint. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. I'm okay. You inspect your gear first before you do that. It's fucking. It's so fucked. Yeah. Yeah. No, nope, I don't want to be smacked in the face. I got, I gotta, <clears throat> yeah, I gotta start doing it. Gotta figure something out for that. So I've noticed you haven't been drinking a whole lot either, if at all. Yeah, I haven't been drinking at all. I got, I just, I don't tell people anything because I just keep shit to myself, but like, well, in, I'm not mad at it. I, like in, uh, like in October ish, started getting really sick. Just every day I would wake up being really sick. So I started eliminating shit like, is it this, is it this, is it this? And I like drinking beer a lot, so I just wanted to leave that for last. That was going to be the last <laughs> option. I got you. And uh, so finally got to that point. So I was like, all right, well, I'll take a few days off of drinking and see if my body starts to feel better. And about two days into it, my body started feeling better. Funny so, how that works. Yeah. Did you watch it? So I think I sent y'all that Andrew Huberman deal on alcohol. I think you did. I, I don't think, think so. I You need to, to watch it. He does, like, it doesn't scare you out of it, but he lays a lot of the, the facts out about what it does to your body. Oh, yeah. It's it's piss poor to your body. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. I, yeah. I've gotten healthier. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. So, I, I drank my last beer. The last beer I had was, fuck, like, December 29th, December nice. 30th. Yeah, because you ordered that michelada and pineapple one night. Yeah. Yeah, they just started drinking those. Those are awesome. They're really good. I like those. Yep. Um, I spent, so I drank, I did that last beer there, and then I spent like a week or two drinking liquor, but oh. not not like binging it, right? Like right. when I started like having a, like, yeah, I was like, like a fuck, drink. I need, I need alcohol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did drink a lot of alcohol. I would have, I had like bottles and I would. Have a couple of mixed drinks and then just try to calm myself down and then I'd oh, go to so bed. The shakes would come up. Oh yeah, it'd come up nasty. I drank a lot. I was drinking. I think at they least. have a diagnosis. They have a name for that. Oh, I know they do. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 I think not, they do. I, I may hey, be wrong. I've never, I've never not admitted to it, so that's just where it was at. So you've been on step twelve for a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. I just like drinking beer. Um. So yeah, that's just where it's at. Can't, gotta, can't relapse if you don't quit. That's, that's right. right. Exactly. <laughs> that's right. Can't call me a quitter if I never stop. Oh man, that means I'm gonna have to relapse at some point. Nah. nah. Negative. What if but what if I'm like I wanna have a glass of wine or something? Wine's good for you though. Wine That's how I'm gonna do- <laughs> That's how that's how he's gonna justify it. <laughs> this is not a relapse, this is vitamins. <laughs> <laughs> it's good for my heart. 
I figure, eh, yeah. We'll, my grandparents we'll would buy me. My grandparents would buy me wine when I was you, in junior you high. Couldn't even go to church to take communion. Huh. <laughs> well, you can if I mean, as long you, as you yeah. don't go to Catholic church. Yeah. I don't know other churches that actually serve wine. There's no Baptists used to. Did they? Yeah, <laughs> when I went there. <laughs> Lutherans do, don't they? I think so. Because they're they're just like a a shake off of being Catholic. The, yeah, there's a. Yeah, they're somebody who got mad at the Catholic Church and started their own. Right. It's like the First Baptist and the Second Baptist. Yes. Second Baptist is that. <laughs> That's exactly yes. what it is. Like, yes. it says that. Yeah. It blows my mind. I was... Uh, like, come up with a new name then. Like, I don't want to be identified as the second. Right. Number two. That just blows my... No. What church did you go to? Number two. Yeah, <laughs> number, number two. Number two, the deuce. I was watching a 42... <laughs> Have you ever watched 42? Yeah. Yeah, the baseball movie, right? Right, about Jackie Robinson. Yeah. Jackie Robinson. I, was, I watched it Friday night, I think. And it, I, it's funny because we talk about churches, right? And they're like, no, this is a bad idea and blah, blah, blah. But he's talking about bringing in black players into the MLB. And he goes, well, it says here that this man's a Methodist, and I'm a Methodist. <laughs> and by God, God's a Methodist. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. all right, all right, I got you, bro. Yeah, one version of him, maybe, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. So, <clears throat> on, uh, I know you didn't get this. I didn't get this message. Jerry, I don't believe, got the message. Y'all got the message, though. About Stanton's high school. You didn't see that? Maybe you didn't see it. Maybe she didn't tell you about it. Maybe. Or maybe I just forgot already. So there was like a, a message or a text message or some shit that was sent out. My cousin's the one that actually showed it to me. Jerry says she heard about it. But Stanton ISD has, has asked the parents to raise $30,000 to buy new football equipment, and they gave him a 20-day deadline. Oh, she, yeah, she did. She did tell me about that. What the shit? Yeah. And that they they needed to, each kid needed to raise $500 for the program, and each, they, and they had to uh, don't, don't. go onto this website, and they had to send it to, like, 20 or 30 emails they had to post it on uh, all social media platforms. They're trying to they green, were, Greenwood Stanton. Is that what they're trying to? Isn't say? that why they have boosters? What's a? Do we, uh, have, we have boosters? Yeah, like your boosters for the school. Oh yeah, I forgot we had a booster club. Yeah, your booster club for the school. Is that, that what they do? What they're supposed to do? I'm, Aren't they supposed to? I have no idea. Man, dude, I I have a problem with that. I, that's yeah. a huge problem. Like, what do you? We just fancied up this school like a motherfucker. Now you're telling me that we don't have fucking money to... They spend it all. ...to continue our sporting programs? And you want the parents to come up with $30,000 so you can continue it? Like, the, what happens if it doesn't happen? <clears throat> yeah, so... Because that's kind of a... What What happens if parents are like, no, fuck this, we're not going to help you do that? Like, that's the school's responsibility. I feel like that's some shit. The, doesn't the does. state give you money to also do that? I think they give to the whole school or the school district, and then they're supposed to allocate it for each sport. And maybe they fucked up or didn't put enough in football. 
I don't know, man. That's right, fucking tough. A lot of these numbers are predetermined. Like they're not on the spot. Hey, we we got to buy this. Right. Booster Club is defined as an organization that is informed to help support the efforts of a sports team or organization. The support shown in many ways, including volunteering time, raising money, and contributing funds to better enhance the team or organization's performance. That's what a booster club's for. Give, contributing funds, giving money. Yeah, yeah. Raising That's money a fancy and way to put it. contributing funds. That's. Uh, I mean, we got all these. I don't know, man. That was my cousin was telling me, and that was just like negative. I'm not going to fucking go out of my way to come up with fucking $500 are they so doing, my son can play on a shit fucking football are program. Are they doing fundraisers? That is the fundraiser. That, it is the parent's job to find out a way to get donations, get $500 worth of donations per child. If they give me a school bus, let me cross the border once. I can get the funding. <laughs> I can get the funding. <laughs> I guarantee it. Oh, yeah. And I'll, some upgrades for a few of us that are on the bus. So my cousin <laughs> my cousin said she was looking at, she was talking to her son about it because her son plays on the football team. And she said, she told him, she goes, you want me to help you raise $500 so you can play football? I don't even know if this is going to affect players who don't assist. Like if my son doesn't raise $500, is he not eligible to play football anymore? Is the first question. Second is, I mean, if legally they can't do that. Well, they can say you have to audition, try out, and you don't make the team, right? <sighs> yeah. So there's that. And then two, yeah. if he if he can't play football, is he just going to get benched and not played? Probably. That, right. I think that's the route they would go. So if that's, they went, like, and that's fucking garbage, too. Right? Like yeah. That's, no, that's bullshit. So because that's why it's a one. That's why it's a public school, but. We're a small town. Like this, it's not acceptable. Don't green, right. don't Greenwood our stand. Yeah, that's yeah, that's why I said that. Because I feel like Greenwood they do that though. Like yeah, but they get a lot of funding from the rich communities to well, help compensate for the others. I I feel like is how that works. I don't know that though. I don't know because they yeah I don't know. <laughs> so my cousin was like, she told her son, she was like, "You want me to help you do this?" Raise all this damn money for this. She was like, y'all just put that big ass fence up. What the hell is the fence for anyways? And, and her son goes, it's to keep the kids inside and all the sex trafficking guys out. So that way they can't kidnap the kids. And she goes, what's sex trafficking? Ain't nobody sex trafficking here in Stan except for the goddamn teachers who are having sex with these kids. <laughs> it's, it's to keep them in. That's what it She's is. Like, it's keeping them in. Yeah. So they can't run away that fast. Damn it. Oh. I was like, "Fucking, you're too, you're too much for me." Sex trafficking. They do got a lot of fencing though going on at Stanton. They're getting ready for the Metroplex to come in, I guess. That has to do with the fucking the shootings and shit. I believe it's what old Maine told me. Okay. I'm sure there, yeah, I'm sure there's something drawn up for that. I, I don't understand it, but I hope somebody put some thought into this. I don't know. I sometimes question this, this whole thing that we do. Because, like, if, if, if he gets in, if a shooter gets in, 
Aren't you supposed to like evacuate? Like, why do you want to stay in there? And then if you do happen to get out, then you're fucking trapped by a big ass fence. No, you're still I think fish in a barrel. I think you're 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 supposed to actually lock into a room. That's the protocol. I think so. You're supposed to lock down rooms. There, there's actually some schools that that have they they have a yellow line, and they're they're the shooter can't cross it. No, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we're not talking about COVID. No. Uh oh, you passed the yellow line. <laughs> You're in trouble. <laughs> you broke the rules, dude. Go get out of here. The rules of engagement. No, the the they have a, like a line drawn in the classroom. Right, so when the door's closed and you look through the wind through the window, right, door's locked. It has a window. You can peep into the room. The line is drawn in the corner of the room where everyone gets in, and the shooter can't see that corner, so everyone that's in there can't be seen, as long as the door stays closed. Because he's peeping through a window, right, as he's walking by. That's so. That's assuming school shooters are just going in at random. I, most of them usually have a plan. Like, they know what rooms they're going to go into. So, it doesn't give a fuck. Like, if you hide well, or not, they're coming in, and then you're all in a corner. Well, yeah, and then now it's fucking like, game on. But I feel like they didn't... If it's not your room and he's not planning to... Then he's not going to shoot you. I mean, right. you you stand you a chance. But, it, okay, okay. Essentially, maybe. it's just strategic hiding. I can kind of see that. Hope you're, and hope you're not on the, the list. Yes. Because usually it's a list-based, right? Or it's some sort of... Yeah, it's all premeditated. They know exactly it's, who they're going yeah, for. Yeah, it's not just general maliciousness. There's a target, and then whoever gets in the way of that is, is but collateral that, that wasn't, damage. But that wasn't the case in fucking um, Columbine. They just perched up on a fucking no, they had mountain, a, and they just were shooting No, they had a plan, because they didn't even finish it, because they had more bombs to go off. Like there, theirs was a almost like a terrorist attack. The Columbine deal, like Dylan Klebold and Eric Harris, those dudes had it mapped out. Um, they were supposed to go through several buildings, detonating pipe bombs, and then they got engaged. I guess I don't know if it was sooner than they expected or what, but it didn't work out as they expected. So they still had a plan, but yeah, I think theirs was generalized for the whole school. Like, they wanted to take everybody. Yeah, out. they were like fuck everybody. And that's how big the scale of their plan was. I think a lot of these shootings, the recent ones that I've at least read on, there's a almost like an intent, kind of. Like they're going after certain students or teachers. I don't Except know. for that's the true. theater one, maybe, right? Wasn't that in New Mexico? Was that New Mexico? Where he shot up the theater? Oh, there's been a couple of theater shootings. Yeah. Wasn't there one in Colorado, too? That's the one I'm thinking of. Colorado. Yeah, Colorado. Yeah. But a theater is more generalized fish tank already, so I guess it's not the same as a school where you have multiple rooms and places to hide. I don't know. I'm going to try to look into that. I would say... To me, that's just a weird strategy. Well, it's just a... a, You know, it's one step of maybe many that can happen. Right. I think it'd be better if you could figure out how, a way to like seal the door where it can't be open. That would be a good option. Well, I think like, they have, barricade the door. They have something you put underneath the door that's supposed to keep it from opening up, like a some kind of stop deal. No, no, get down. Hey, look, I tried. Oh, hey, no. 
have no idea what he's doing. Yeah. Yeah, that would be ideal where it can't be opened or yeah. can't, even if they shoot into it, like it still doesn't open. Well, it's just that one small window on most classroom doors. Right. Okay. You shoot that out and then you can reach in and unlock it, but. Man, that's when you're on the other side of it to smash his fucking hand. Right. <laughs> just The teacher. That you go over there and grab him and just pull him into the door just yep. over and over yeah, and over. Take his, yep. <laughs> Slap his, yeah. Stab so his they, arm into the fucking shards that are there and that, just shred up his Liam arm. That's how Liam Neeson would do it. That's right. That's how Liam Neeson would do it. Fuck. Because he's got a special set of skills. Yep. He's obtained over a long time. Long yes. career. That didn't use a Jedi. That's how Jason Bourne would do it. Jason Bourne's the one that really do it that way. Yeah. He'd fuck that dude up. I like he gets random shit and just beats the shit out of people with it. Yeah, and, just whatever's there. Yeah. Anything can be a weapon. I have too much shit laying around to fight him right now. Right, yeah, because he just beat the <laughs> yeah, shit out of yeah. everybody with everything in here. <laughs> Damn it. All the books right there, that's, yeah. those are Frisbees just over and over and over. Yeah, he, yep. Or John Wick killed that dude with the book. Right in his fucking mouth. Yeah, at the beginning of the third one, right? Yeah. In the library, because he tried to get him early before the deadline for the hit. And he freaked, wow, wow, wow. Those are good Those are good fight scenes in the John Wick stuff. I like those. Yeah. I want to know how legit that would be to do something of that nature. Like, would it have to be like an encyclopedia hardback? Yeah. Like, the books are hard enough. Dictionary hardback kind I of deal. I can see it. There's just some things that I'm always like, man, that that looked cool, but what's the probability of that? Yeah, can you actually do that? If I'm ever getting my ass whooped and I have nothing else, I'll give it a shot. That calculus book up there, or the Webster book up there? The calculus book would be a good one. I know my calculus. You just fuck somebody up with it. Yep, or that. uh, that Steve Jobs ones is a hardback too. Yeah. Now we're, some, now we're plotting. Some, yeah, plotting. you got some pretty <laughs> smart people book up there. That one says statistics. Jesus. That was one of the hardest classes I took. Like that to me, that was harder than calculus. Statistics. Yeah, and it's like, and I learned from that Neil Tyson DeGrasse dude. Uh huh. Um, that statistics is newer. It's the newer knowledge. From calculus, like calculus came later, right? We learned, but statistics is newer. Okay. Like analyzing, because that's what it is. You're analyzing data. Yeah. And getting the numbers from it. Right. I had a pretty good teacher for that. We had to go all the way to the math department, and I got it from an Indian dude. Nice. He's right. Oh, the test is statistics. And <laughs> I, I passed. That's all you had to do. I think yeah, I got a B. I think I got a B in there. That's all you need. Yeah. Bs get degrees. <laughs> So do C's. So do C's. C's. <clears throat> um, let's see. What other nonsense do I have on here? What else did we do? Blah. So there was a 106-year-old man who recently broke his own record for, for uh, parachuting. Parachuting. Yeah, like jumping out of an airplane. Oh, he was 106? Yeah. Holy shit. He 
he broke his own record that he set when he was 103. <laughs> nice. So was the three-year gap, because that's how long it took to prepare again? I have no idea. That's what I'm going to chalk it up It as. was the article... It was a, like it was like just a brief summary. Like that's all it said. Hundred six year old man broke his own record uh, when he jumped at one hundred and three. That's pretty badass. And then it had like a link, and I clicked the link, and then it took me to the article of when he did it when he was one hundred and three. And that was like a full a full blown deal. This was just like an update to that. Okay. So he basically did the same thing, just older. Just older, yeah. <laughs> nice. This is a World War Two vet. That's badass. Yeah. Did he, is that what he did in World War Two? I don't remember. That'd be, oh, that's a lot. It's a years of jumping, if it is. Yeah, he couldn't do it by himself, I guess, because of his age. Yeah. So he was. It was a tandem jump. I think the landing would be the hard part. Yeah, for someone his age. Yeah. yeah. He ain't got that spring in those knees yeah. no more. It's it's hard on your legs, man. God dang. Ufa. So we. I need to learn some more on that powerlifting though, because. Miha was showing me her, like the stats and all that, and I don't know. Yeah, I don't know shit about it, but I, I need to learn up. Because when you, it sounds like when you go to these meets, like if you don't know what's going on, it's you're not going to be entertained. It. Like it's, it's not a basketball game where you can clearly see sides and what's going on. Like this is something you got to know what exactly is happening to really. So the shit part. Of it. The shit part of it though is, I don't I don't care about all the other kids that are there. Right. So you're waiting an hour to watch something that takes 10 seconds. Did, so are, are the parents there because the kids want them there? Just wanted, Or like... Carly wanted us to be there. Okay. That's why we went. Because, I mean... And there was a lot more people there than I anticipated. Right. And that's what Kayla said. Because to me, it doesn't seem like a real spectator type thing. Right, yeah, because you're just you're there waiting for your yep. kid, unless it's or your team. big enough where they're spread out and you can do that, like a track meet almost. No, but this is in a gym. Yeah, we were in a gym. Yeah, and the there were enough parents there that one side of the gym was filled with parents. Right, and Kayla said, "Yo, we sat on the student section." Yeah, we did. Nice. Just nobody messes with the Samoan cartel, bro. Not even the principal. <laughs> Not even the principal. <laughs> It, I mean, so part of it, though, look, is you got to look at this, is we also have a direct link to the principal in the town we were in. Yep. The seed of Gerald. Yes. We saw her. Yeah, we did see her yesterday. So I texted her when we got there, and she was like, nope, not doing that today. And I was like, okay. <laughs> nice. All right, cool. That works. Whatever. <laughs> Um, man, what other shenanigans? I think I'm almost out of all my stuff. It's pretty much everything uh, I yeah. had written down for this week, for the most part. Cool. I, I mean, more updates to come. I got shit to do. We got more shit to do. Other than so, on on like, but for real, for real, I really think I'm gonna try to go to Wisconsin. Oh yeah, no, I want to. I want to do that. I think that's going to be. I keep on trying to map it and remap it and remap it. I've done it several times already. <clears throat> I think the hard question, like if you go, if you go, if you ride, all the way out, is how long can you, can you ride in a day? 
because mm. that that right there is a big factor. It's yeah, I'm not trying to like, slow anybody down. It's like well, it's not necessarily about slowing down because if we need to leave earlier, we can leave earlier, right? But it's also getting back because it's 21 hours up there, and right now the way I have broken down is. Like, I can leave Tuesday night, and I can drive to Wichita Falls, which is four hours from here, I think. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> and then get up the next day, do like a nine-hour day, and then get up the next day, do another nine-hour day, and then that'll put us there. So, essentially, it's almost two and a half days. Right? Yeah. And it's not even nine hours. It's and like this, a nine hour and like a six, six and hour. And this is in June? Yes. July. Okay. So, the, and I just now thought of this. I'm supposed to do like some more tests. Like I got to do some nerve tests for my hands. Right. Um, and then I'm going to see a neurosurgeon. Okay. Um, so, if I have like a back, like I'll, I'll probably just cage it. Like I, I don't know when the back surgery is going to be. Like they're going to try to schedule me in. Okay. So, I feel like it's going to fall in sometime before the summer. Okay. Um, if they fast track it all. Like right. I, so, I, I really don't know how fast they're going to move on it now. Um, now that everything kind of got boosted a little bit with the, the rating and all that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it, it, we still have a little bit of time. Like, it's, it's, it, it's the last weekend of July. Um, That's going to put a kink in my motorcyclism. Yeah, it is. At least for long hauls. Yeah. You'll be, you should be good for local shit after about... Just a, a couple of weeks, I would think. Maybe. It should be min, minimally invasive the way they described they were going to do it. Yeah. Inflate the... Stick a needle in, like a big thick one, into that, that vertebrae that's busted. Yeah. And inject it with like a, bal- a balloon first to to bring it back up to where it should fit. Like around the nerve, mm-hmm. um, and then they'll come back in and fill that balloon with some sort of something, and leave it leave that there, and that'll take the pressure off of the nerve, um, and kind of increase you know increase that vertebrae a little bit, make it a little bit more useful. So you think that surgery should reduce your pain and stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, he said it'll take a lot of the pressure off that I'm getting, um, so it should help. Nice. Okay. But I need the neuro guy. The guy's actually going to do it to confirm that. So I got to meet with him. But they want me to test something because they think my my finger's going numb. He, uh, the doc at the VA, he doesn't think that is tied to my back. He's like, it might be something else, like my elbows or my shoulders. Oh, it's traveling pain. Yeah, like he said it was a cubital tunnel, not Uh carpal tunnel because carpal's with your wrists. Yeah cubital tunnel i think with your elbows he said it might be that so they're looking i got to do a nerve test to check that first oh um, shit yeah he wants to get that out of the way see if that's what that is um if not then they'll go to the back okay yeah the whole traveling thing with injuries 21 hours sounds painful no it's not that bad no um well so it's just a little bit further than going to sturgis and it's a little bit further than Going to Billings. I've done both of those. So breaking it down just. I think for me, breaking it down and knowing what I'm going to be doing, how I'm going to attack it, 
just overall helps. Yeah, I like to know like, what I'm getting into. Yeah, mentally just, and then when uh, you take care of it, and people are like, "God, you did that, that, that." Yeah, I did, but it's, yeah. When and I can take my Advil and ibuprofen, right, right at the appropriate times when I need it to yeah, be yeah. effective. That's right. We'll see. Even if even if we got to cage it, you can put the, the bike done, on a trailer. I did that for a whole year and a half. Yeah, you did. With a brace on. Yep. I'm going to see. I, I got to figure out how to make that work. I'll find out more fun. in the next couple of weeks, but yeah. I'm going to try to tag along for sure. That'll be fun. See, Zach. Zachy. I don't like Jelly Roll. So? He's not the only one there. I don't know, because I got that trip in, to Vegas when? in April. This is July. And then This is not April. And then I still got to save for the one in November. That's November. This is <laughs> That's true. So. I think you should I'm save trying, for the one for November. That That's where my our head's at doing that one going there so i agree with the logistics yeah i'd rather go to that instead of yeah where wisconsin 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 mm-hmm. hello wisconsin <laughs> so i'm gonna say when i drive through when i went across the state line I, I better get a video of that <laughs> on the motorcycle it wouldn't be the first time Shh. <laughs> <laughs> nice that'll be yeah i'll get the video It'll be fun. It's gonna be fun. Go see Hardy. I fucking love Hardy. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it'd be good. I'd I'd the like chili, to go. The chili peppers. But are they gonna wear chonies? They're just gonna wear a sock <laughs> again. Yeah, maybe with their you loose know. loose skin and old balls. <laughs> old look balls. This guy with the old balls. <laughs> you shouldn't say that no more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's an awesome movie. It is an awesome movie. I based a lot of my parenthood off of that. <laughs> <laughs> Will someone get that guy's attention? What do you want to eat? 30 packets of ketchup. <laughs> Frankenstein. Yeah, right, Frankenstein. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought he choose his own name. It's working out great. What's your new name? Frankenstein. <laughs> Who got you dressed? I did. You see? It's good. <laughs> He's wearing a metal bowl on his head. <laughs> Don't let him take me. I wipe my own ass. I wipe my own ass. It's not that, buddy. Oh, that's why the part's so heartbreaking. Yeah. Anyways, um, yeah. <clears throat> the um, I guess we're gonna close this shit out. Uh, I wanted to. So, just. Just real quick, you know, just want to say condolences to the fucking the Via family in Stanton. Yeah, and fucking good friend. Oh, good friend of ours okay, passed everybody. away. Yeah, it was just uh, it was super random, sudden. It was sudden. It was very sudden, very quickly. So, condolences to all of them. Prayers, you know, hope, prayers. Yeah, prayers and stuff like that. So we'll see. I'm gonna be. I'll be at the funeral on Wednesday. Is it Wednesday? It is. Okay. Yep. They're gonna have the uh, viewing and and uh, 
rosary and stuff like that on Tuesday, and then Wednesday would be the. Okay, I'll, I'll probably go to the viewing. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'll be there for both. So. Good deal. Anyways, sorry for ending it on a fucking sad note. Thanks everyone for listening. Don't forget to go follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Go find this episode on Spotify. Hit the like button and share this episode with your mama because it's a little bit offensive. A little bit. Just sometimes. a little bit. Uh, you can find us on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever the fuck. All the, all the, the Zazcasts, the, all the stuff. All the, everything. Uh, get your ears Zazzums. Get your eargasms on. Eargasms on. Eargasms on. That's what it, that's, I think that's where it's going, right? Yeah, eargasms. Yeah. Eargasms. We're just making up word. That's right. Everybody else does. Why can't yeah. we? They're yeah. taking over all the good ones, so we'll just make up our own. We'll just make up our own words. Before we <laughs> taking, know, it, taking it back. Yeah. <laughs> taking it back. <laughs> Don't forget to go check out the Easy Struggle podcast on the shop app Shopify. or Shopify. Go, go look for us on Shopify. Get some merch. Go get you a merch. We're always wearing merch Zach around needs this a place. Ward, you need a warden shirt. I do Zach need a warden I'm shirt. I'm going to get you a warden shirt. Yeah, there you go. We need to get a warden shirt. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, because you know, it just might get you laid this week. It's For that sure. fucking good. It gets and me lucky. laid every week. There, see? <laughs> Boom. <laughs> works. What is it? Oh, works. 66% of the time, it works every, every time. time. <laughs> That's right, yeah. It's fucking awesome. Something like that. Something like that. As long as it works. Were you going to say something? You got excited. You're like, well, oh. I forgot to ask the question. What question? When did I. Because I was going to tell the story when I realized I was old. Ooh. We're going to have to wait for that one. Yep. Next time. Next week. To come back, one. find out whenever. It's a good one. When Cause, yeah, because I need to brief him because he's got to get his own too. Right. Because you're old. So you've had to have realized it so at some point. Okay. We'll get into it. <laughs> Next week. Next find week. out when you were old. Dun, dun, dun. That's it for this week's <laughs> Shit Show and Shenanigans. shenanigans.